Hey, Fro, want to hear a joke? Yeah, sure. So a stoner called uh, the fire department. He said, come quick, my house is on fire. The fireman says, how do we get there? And he says, uh, your big red truck. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about the news, reefer madness, the Olympics, Suicide Squad, and Braindead Episode 7. Plus, Fro and I will battle it out in the Stump Luke final. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. More exciting than the new game from PlayStation that everybody talks about. Uh, it's called No Man's Sky. This is another episode of Another Digital Citizen. Have you heard of another? Uh, have you heard of No Man's Sky, Luke? Hi, Luke. Hi, bro. Hi, everybody. Uh, yeah. I didn't really know much about it until uh, I think two nights ago, and then I kind of found ago. out. Yeah, I kind of found out what um, what it's all about, like how they it it created this world uh, using uh, computer simulations, and it's yeah. so giant they can't even explore. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's stuff, a hundred and sixty trillion pl- planets. <laughs> if you've read uh, Ready Player One. That's this. Uh, <laughs> Don't you think, look, bro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. But uh, uh, I am really looking forward to buying it on Friday because I I did not buy it because I was like I was super concerned that it wouldn't li- live up to its uh, hype. And now it looks like it's actually a good game. And I talked to Malcolm that has a really good uh, podcast about PlayStation games, by the way. Uh, uh, about this, and he have played it for like twenty hours, and he was like, "I am stoked." And kind of likes the same games as as me, and it's a lot of do exploring that I love, crafting that I love, <laughs> trying to get to uh, planets, meeting uh, different aliens, naming them, everything. Right. In No Man's Sky, it seems like being my game. Yep, looks interesting. Oh, have you heard about it, Tilly? Hi, Tilly. Hey, uh, no, haven't. Not until I've just heard you guys just talk about it just now. It's a big thing because nobody has reviewed it yet because people are like, 
when when is the reviews coming out? When are the reviews coming out? And uh, I have seen like uh, this. Uh, this is my thoughts after twenty hours of gaming, and everything I see is like, yeah, this is a game for me. So I'm getting poorer on Friday. So <laughs> I know what I am going to uh, play. But uh, tell me. Yes, have bro. you have you cried a little this week? I've cried a lot, and, and it's I'd... it's because uh, the royal family in Norway is divorcing each other, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, maybe no. <laughs> no, you're not no. sad because Ari, Ari Ben and Marta Louise is getting a divorce. Well, I wasn't sad when my brother got a divorce. So <laughs> why would I be sad about them getting a divorce? It, it is the first divorce in a hundred years' history in Norway, in the royal family. Wow, good Woo! going. You finally got people that are true about the relationship they're in. <laughs> <laughs> but what have you cried about? I've cried about my pussycat. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's... Uh, Gone off on her last walk, by the looks of it. Yeah. And nobody's found her. Nobody's found her. It's kind of sad. Uh, last week we we tried to reach out to people to share your Facebook thing. I hope people and did that. Lots of people shared it. Good. Good. Lots and lots of people. I've had lots of people asking me. You know, has there been any? Even down the pub. From Facebook, I had people coming up to me and saying, you know, is there any news? Good. And a woman that lives across the road from me as well messaged me on Facebook saying, I've shared your post. I'm going to look around the gardens and I'm going to knock around the people Good. that I know. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, oh. it's it, it's been hard for you. It, it's uh, I know it's hard to even talk about, so we're not going to talk a lot about it. But It is, but, but she was magical she was the one that was taken away from a neglectful horrible home at five weeks old i oh. went and fetched her mother the next day because her mother right. was just boobs and bones basically oh. um so i had two weeks to get the mum bandit up to being all right and then we got poppy the kitten because i wanted right. her to be with her mum she was the only one we could get back with her mum for the last two weeks of how old they're supposed to be before they leave their mum um, right. Yeah, she stayed with us. But in those two weeks that she was hand-reared, obviously she bonded to a human, lovely lady called Mandy, who I adore. She was my mother when I lived in Leicester, pretty much looked after me. Mm. And um, yeah, she got quite a few dogs and quite a few other cats. She's always rescuing animals and rehoming them and things just from her house. Mm. Um, but yeah, Poppy had... I don't know if she took a shine to him or if he took a shine to her, but he definitely thought he was her mum. It was a big Weimaraner dog called Benson. It was a big male, like, they're they're massive. And this is a five-week-old little kitten. And he'd just walk in, lick her, knock her over, cover her in slobber, and she'd just get up, shake it off, and sit back where she was, give herself a lick. Hmm. And that sort of, that was Poppy all over, and she was always like that. I've got photos of her on my shoulders trying to smush her face into my face, knocking my glasses everywhere. And I'm stood <laughs> up carrying her around. Can you please just get off me? Mm. 
So yeah, miss her a lot. I'm probably gonna cry now. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry to talk about it. It's okay. But it, it's it's uh, because like like I said yeah last week, this is like losing a family member for you, and and it, it's so it's so nice that you have all those good memories of her. And oh, you you will always have that with you, even oh yeah. If she is it is it? I'm going to ask you a, a hard question now. Is it almost like you wish to find her even if she's dead? Yes, just yeah. to know. Yeah. Because the last thing I'd sure. want is for somebody, you know, some well-meaning person to have picked her up. Go, oh, you don't look her in their house. Without her medication, without you know anything, because right. if she wanted to walk off and go be somewhere quiet and pass away, fair enough. That's apparently what they do when they're not very well. Right. But, yeah, that's what definitely what cats do when they uh, get old or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And this, you know, it was she had a heart condition, so she probably felt it going mm. Mm. and wandered off and found somewhere nice. But yeah, there is still that that feeling of what what's happened where. Where did she go? Right. Because even my cats have been looking for her. Bluebell's been meowing. I've never heard her make that noise before. I thought there was a stranger cat in the garden, like marking its territory or something. And it was my little bluebell calling. Right. Bless her. Well, oh, let's move on. Uh, yeah, happy things yeah. now. Funny things happy. now. <laughs> like UFOs. Yeah, like what is this? This. <laughs> have you seen the tape? I have all five yeah. minutes and twenty seconds of it. Yeah, me too. What right, is this? The... Uh, yeah. So, um, if anybody, if people go look it up, there was a UFO. It looks like it's taped off of maybe a security camera of some type. Um, a solid camera. It's not like somebody filming it with like a phone or anything like that. Uh, yeah. uh, over the St. Louis Gateway Arch uh, and there is like a I would call it a ball of light right and it moves um, not like a plane we could say that yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe yeah. a drone that's got lots of high powered LEDs on it it could be yeah I was thinking drone right but um, yeah. I mean because, there was like a lot UFO, of like we, we maybe should explain this to people because UFO doesn't uh, uh, especially mean uh, alien green green people from outer space. Uh, isn't yeah. it identified flying object? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this was. Um, I think the in- most interesting thing about this one is uh, the local. Um, Air Force, there's like an Air Force base somewhere near that. They say they don't, they have no idea. They didn't have any um, record of this. They have no idea about it. So nobody's come forward and said, oh, this is what that was, even up till now. And it's, it's almost been a week since it happened. Um, and yeah, it, it looks like a ball of light that moves around. I, I was thinking drone too, but it would have to have a really bright light on it because the the camera is really far away from the arch and this thing looks like it's farther away than that so it would have to have like a super bright light right yeah but that it it would be possible if you wanted to pull a prank yeah yeah freak loads of people out if you're doing it right over the top of the st louis 
Gateway Arch. That's like in the middle of downtown St. Louis. People are going to see a drone. Like somebody would have said, oh, that's a drone. Because there was a lot of people um, that saw it, that reported it, that didn't necessarily tape it. um, Or at least uh, I haven't seen those tapes. So, so yeah, there's a lot of people that saw it and nobody said it was a drone. Because that was the first thing I thought, too. But up till this point, all the research I've done, nobody seems to have an answer for this thing. So kind of interesting. I was thinking that that this is just going to go to the vault of all the other videos that have the same thing. Yeah, right. Because there are a lot of them. Uh, Have you won any medals in the Summer Olympics yet, by the way? All of them. (laughs) You won all of them? Yeah, just the gymnastics one. Okay. I, me personally, yeah, I won the, the pole vault, and um, okay. yep, and I won. I the hammer didn't throw. you see me and Luke? Were, uh, I don't think the hammer throw is still thing. What? Sorry. <laughs> no, I won uh, with myself. I won synchronized swimming by yourself. That's tough. So. Yeah, yeah, isn't that tough? Yeah, that's why they gave me two medals. No, but in all honesty, did you country win any medals yet? Oh yeah. I mean, don't for America, know. duh. Don't know and don't care? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Why would but, I care about the Olympics, really? I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're a messed up pussy. Maybe I might be, but I'll set the rest of my whole entire WWE on you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Conor McGregor. He was really smart this week, uh, Luke. Right. Um, I guess uh, I didn't. I saw just parts of the press conference, but they were doing a press conference uh, for the UFC event uh, coming up. And somebody asked um, Conor McGregor if he would ever think about going to WWE in the future. Mm-hmm. And he. Uh, said um, that he thought the WWE guys, for the most part, were uh, messed up pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. And he called Brock Lesnar uh, to the eyeballs. Yes. He's right, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like Conor McGregor. That's the sad thing about this. I, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think you should call the whole WWE roster like messed up pussies. I think there's people there that has uh, laid their work into this. I mean, how many f- fucking matches have John Cena had? Uh, uh, Beside, like, Conor McGregor. Like, Conor McGregor has never been in so many matches as <laughs> John Cena. Right, but it's not exactly the same thing. But I uh, know, it's not the same thing. I'm not calling WWE uh, the same thing. But you have be, you have to be in a condition that you actually have uh, can do those matches, uh, look. So you have to have some kind of... Uh, you have to be continuously on, yeah, and continuously going, yeah. With, although I don't know what the deal is with UFC. 
guessing it's no, not quite well, as extreme. It's it's well, I mean, not you, The thing yeah. is, you have like a couple of fights a year, but up to that point, you have to train for months and months before the fight. So generally, it's like you train for three months, you have a fight, you have like a month off, and then you train for three months and then have another fight. Um, yeah, but how many how many weeks and months did John Cena train? He d- isn't. Uh, what I'm trying it's a to different say, kind of training. Though, I know, so. but I'm what I'm saying is that I don't think people that do WWE stuff and their roster should be called up uh, as messed up pussies because I, I think don't this think... guy. I think he, this guy definitely uh, just. Uh, he he doesn't really think before he talks, so he just says stuff, uh, right. uh, which is he he basically cuts wrestling promos, so that's fun. Which I saw, I think Ric Flair put something out and he, uh, on his Twitter saying, uh, "Oh yeah, oh by the way, uh, you're welcome for uh, for the style or something like that." Yeah, <laughs> oh, I loved some of the reactions. Yeah. Is a Jericho, a pure Jericho reaction. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny though. It yeah. is funny. But uh, I, I think, I think, I think it's going to be interesting because uh, soon uh, it's time for Phil Brooks' first uh, match in uh, UFC. And if people don't know who that is, that is CM Punk. It's going to be interesting to see if he can do it. I think he's going to win because I think, hey, I'm going to say something really controversial. Some of the UFC matches are, I think, uh, pre-arranged. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would say they're... Um, they're... They they lean one way or another to make somebody look good. Like there are, I would say there are specific peop, uh, jobber guys in UFC that are there to lose. Uh, right. But the thing about UFC is sometimes those guys will hit a guy and knock him out, and uh, that's the end of the that person's career because they just lost to a jobber guy. So <laughs> risky business, right? But I think some of it is a work, to be honest. I, don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, say so. I, I when you, you say you, work, you can you can agree to disagree, but I think some of the matches. No, I'm just trying to understand what you mean. Like you're saying, like they predetermine the yes. outcome of the match. Yeah, yes. I don't think that. I yes, think they so. do things to try to push certain people, uh, but I don't think they predetermine matches. No, I, I think so. Right. I think fight, 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 fight. <laughs> this, we're like. <laughs> We're all over the place and still in the news. <laughs> I know, I know. But it, the news are so kind of it's one thing then another because we can also talk about what the BBC have done. What mm-hmm. has the BBC done, Tilly? Well, they've done a couple of things. They've done one thing that's a bit sucky and one thing that's hilarious. Okay. Which one do you want to know about? I want to know both. Which one first? I can't tell you both at the same time. Oh, the, su- the sucky <laughs> thing first. Okay. The sucky thing is that everybody in the UK needs to pay attention to this. They're closing the loophole that we had to be able to watch B- 
BBC without a TV licence. Now they're making or changing all the rules so that even if you're just doing things on demand, if it's the BBC iPlayer from what I can read, you're screwed if they catch you. So, yeah. But what can they do, uh, for example, with me that actually used the BBC Player. Nothing, I would say. I think that would be up to <laughs> your your people. And yeah, yeah. Right. I don't I'm think assuming it's be, a. I don't think they're going to be coming to Norway, but yeah, I that's, don't know. Uh, no, they probably just send you lots and lots of questionnaires. What do you like? <laughs> How do we get stuff out over there? Right. But uh, it's trying to find unlicensed. People, I don't understand that. Like, do you have to have a, a TV to see BBC? Um, no. Before, this is the rules that's changing. Because before, obviously, you could just watch television through your TV. There right. wasn't all of these apps and everything that does it all through the internet. Now, right. times have changed and we're in this new new age. Um. Yeah, they're, they're bringing all their stipulations up to scratch. And basically anybody that watches any kind of TV, whether it's broadcast live or you wait until later and watching it on demand, it, you will need a TV license. Even if you don't watch anything on the BBC. Because it was always the case. You have to have the weird. BBC on. You know, they say, well, it's available, so. Right. That's yeah, weird. there's been rumours that there's, you know, they've got ways of finding out if you're watching it, but it's, that's not the case. But but why? Well, yeah. From what I'm on. reading, this is what I wrote down. Uh, this is what the article I sent you is about. These vans they haven't sent out yet, but they're working on uh, putting them in place uh, sometime this month. Is what the, what it said. The idea is they can they can't go into your personal computer and look and see you're, you're using an iPlayer uh, without a license or not. But they can uh, see how much, uh, say, bandwidth is going out to a specific area and then see the people in that area who have a TV license. And then they can check the amount of bandwidth that's going into certain houses that don't have a TV license. They can match it up to the bandwidth that's coming out of their server for the iPlayer server, and then they can go, oh, this person is obviously using uh, the iPlayer without a license because that that would be where our extra bandwidth is going. How, Does that how make sense? are you going to how 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 are you going to how are you going to prove that? that? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, you, you they would have to get some type of warrant or something afterwards. Uh, I'd say you'd have to be very careful about what you signed into the iPlayer as as well. So if right. you've signed up with your email address that's got all of your details on it and it's the BBC that's in charge of the TV licensing, right? they have that information. You've given it to them already. Sure. And you're saying, I'm watching this. I understand that. But so then they already you're have a fucking that moron. Yeah. If you do that. And Sorry to say that. It's all <laughs> right. It was a lot easier for them before because they could... Right. Um, I can make a fake email address in like 10 seconds. It doesn't really. Yeah, but people don't necessarily think about that. And if they're not aware of the loophole, I mean, this is where a lot of people are going to end up with big fines because they weren't aware. 
well, too bad. <laughs> well, I would assume they'll probably go through their system and find people like, like that before they uh, change the law or whatever it is and, and then kick all those people out. That would be my guess, yeah. but who knows? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can watch stuff without signing in as well. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. So maybe just do that and or just get a TV license. They're, what? 20 something pounds a month for six months and then it's less for the next six months of the year 100 and something quid a year but it keeps the BBC making programs apparently weird yeah I just got mine today <laughs> what you got my what? TV license ah because just... you were afraid well, not afraid, it's more of a safeguarding because I really couldn't afford a fine. And okay. I don't really mind. I like, I watch a lot of BBC. Okay. How much does it cost? Or how much uh, does it Well, I've got a payment plan. So it's like £24 something every month for six months. And then it goes down to less. I think it's like 100 and. 40 something pounds every okay. year. Oh. It's, it's money. They though. have no ad, yeah, but they don't advertise as well on the BBC. I, well, well, they kind of do. Well, they advertise yeah, they themselves. Ads, yeah, for BBC. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they have like a. What are, what are those? Uh, Presented those websites. The websites yeah. that like uh, you can't. Gambling websites, poker websites, things like that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. Oh, when yeah. I've been watching Raw. Yeah. A lot of commercial on it. Surely not on the BBC. Yeah. I wouldn't say a lot, but I, I mean, but, uh, it's nothing yeah. compared to uh, America or something like oh, that. Oh, no, no. Nothing. Not oh, no. No, but on, on the BBC, like just the BBC channels. Channel, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, it's they don't have ad, not any advertising like that. Oh yeah, no, I've it's just that. advertising for BBC. That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in America, yeah, okay. What was the second thing that I didn't done that was hilarious? This was, I think, this would have made my evening with the amount of Attenborough documentaries I'll watch on Netflix. Imagine you're just sitting down. Right, I want to watch a documentary. I'm going to stick the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's subtitles. It wasn't the full audio. But, um, yeah, as you're watching it, the subtitles are coming up. Not what David Attenborough is saying, but Aziz Ansari's stand-up gig is coming up with all of these animals. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I saw this. Oh, my God. Okay. It, I'm trying to find my favourite one. That sounds fucking uh, hilarious. Yeah, my favourite one. I'll start with that one. Um, I believe it's loads of... Are they they're sheep or maybe female deer from a distance? Some kind of four-legged mammal that eats grass. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few of them. And mm-hmm. the subtitles say, Ladies, let's get out of this club. Dudes here are busted. <laughs> now, you can imagine that in Aziz Ansari's voice. Now imagine it in David Attenborough's voice. Oh my god, that's so Is funny. Is anybody watching this on mute wood? Ladies, <laughs> let's get out of this club. Dudes here are busted. <laughs> so why did they do this? 
Well, so apparently, it's yeah. a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, but other people are saying that they've faked it. Yeah. Which, you know, even if they did, it's still funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the idea. I agree. That sounds freaking hilarious. Yeah, and Aziz doesn't get enough positivity thrown his way. <laughs> uh, what is the AP? Associated Press. Ah, I did not it, know that. It is the place where all MSNBC and CNN get all their news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they uh, apparently came out, I think it was uh, earlier last week, saying that uh, they did some research into what research has been done on flossing, and apparently none has been done on flossing, to the point where they they researcher found out that there is no proof anywhere that flossing does anything. Uh, which do, it does not mean that it... That's not to say that it doesn't do anything. There's just no proof out there that it does. Uh, it's just being pu- been pushed by dentists and things for years and years just because and nobody okay. knows why it's very interesting Wait, all these mm. years you've been going to the dentist uh they've been saying oh m- remember oh, floss yeah. and they oh. give you the floss when you leave yeah they Maybe. didn't actually have any proof that uh, that did anything oh uh, attila you can't say anything you live in britain i thought shut your face <laughs> I was going to say, on an evolutionary scale, shut your face. No, um, you see monkeys and chimps using, mm-hmm. I can't remember where it is, in touristy places, coming and stealing hair off people's heads to use as floss. Mm-hmm. So it may well be that it's just been something that we've always done using, I don't know, bits of grass or something, or you know, use a bit of paper to get stuff out of your teeth. Right. So maybe it's just that we've naturally done it as we've evolved it's always been a thing so nobody's everybody's just, well it, 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 you floss I mean, you, you get you, you, but you in britain say, there's no benefit to use there's no benefit yeah. to using floss when you're eating popcorn or steak right there's obviously right. benefit to that <laughs> so yeah. but uh, in, in britain you can't buy floss because yes you can <laughs> it's just not run down your throat we're more chewing gum kind of people You'll notice. Yeah, with, with sugar. <laughs> no, with xylitol. Do we know about xylitol? It's actually the whole fallacy about us having bad teeth is that um, we it's that we've had our children, let me try and get this right, mm-hmm. the children of the UK, when they did this study, went to the dentist less than the children in America mm-hmm. because the children in the UK had less cavities. So they mm-hmm. were in once every six months. They weren't having to get their fillings done and but, go in for their but, first thing, then go back in. But I have seen British uh, thieves. And when you marry a horse in, in the royal family called Camilla. <laughs> oh, my God. There are some photos I need to send you of people I know. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some oh. British thieves. And uh, there, there's something wrong in, in Britain. Uh, yes, I'm I'm that kind of person today. Uh, where 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 I have I have I think you're you're the only person I know that has okay thieves, and your thieves aren't like marvelous. 
I think but, this wow. is a stereotype from like the 70s, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most outdated stereotype. There are, <laughs> there are a I lot mean, of people that have the uh, plastic UK, right? white teeth. <laughs> None I'm of the trying... people in Celebrity Big Brother UK have good teeth, apparently. So I'm I'm trying to make Tilly mad. <laughs> oh, you can't anger me, Fro. We just have a heated debate. Uh but uh, in Norway, uh, we have perfect uh, teeths, and now we will want to drugs. <laughs> to ruin all the teeth. See, this is going to be the issue. <laughs> They're throwing out floss in America. Now you're going to have loads of methods with all the teeth falling out. Yeah. Yep. It's just a spiral, spiral down after you get rid of floss. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First, you remove floss, then you get narcotica. Uh, automatically into schools it's it's like that yeah that's why the dentists have been pushing floss for so long <laughs> so you don't have a uh, room for drugs in your yeah. purse yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, the Norwegian, uh, Norwegian youth party wants to call for a drug uh, decriminalization uh, ah, I can't say it decriminalization thank you so that's news, I guess. Well, it I is. This. Well, but if they called for it, what what does that mean? Will there be? Well, they don't actually it? have Will any power happen? because they're they don't have a power because of power. Yeah. yeah. So they have like. But they will um, when they're not youths. Right. That is the interesting part about this: is that these people are going to be the future of your government. So, if they want this now, chances are, uh, in ten years, they'll probably still be on this tip, or at least. Um, Leaning towards this, they're at least trying. They're saying they definitely want to get rid of uh, criminalization for non-hard drugs or soft drugs, is what I read. So right, but it's uh, interesting how 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 you say that because uh, it's been youth parties before that has been uh, for uh, more drugs, and uh, I don't think we have. I, we have there's almost like one big party in Norway that's openly uh, has that uh, what should I say uh, like party statement and it's Platform. The, yeah yeah the the left of 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 Norway Venstre uh, where uh, where Trun is actually a member uh, <laughs> surprise surprise uh, is is really like has has had a uh, I wouldn't say uh, uh, agenda for more drugs into Norway, but uh, they they have openly like stated that they want. Uh, but they they are such a small party that they have never been in power to do that because all the bigger parties are against it. Right. right. But this youth party is one part of one of the bigger left wing parties, except it's just the youth party of that. Uh, group, right? So, right, because this is the AUF uh, youth yes, party. Yes, mm. And hasn't didn't the other side youth party also agree? But then the left wing ones higher up yeah. didn't. So it's both youth yeah. parties from both left and right. Yeah, yeah. it's Maybe. it's interesting that it's it's from both sides of the 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 scale. Right, and they're, it's mostly that they're against the drug war, is what I was right. reading on it, is they believe that the drug war does more 
a harm than good, which I agree with. So, Me yeah. too. Hey, if you want to discuss some of the things we have talked about, you can go to the Facebook group. We have a Facebook group. It's called Another Digital Citizen. Yeah, it has all There's... interesting things that go up on it. Yeah, it has uh, a lot of... Uh, cool things that people post it's been a little quiet but it's the summer so i think yeah. it's that uh we plug our email another digital citizen at gmail.com i don't think we have gotten any emails lately because then luke would probably would say hey we got an email because <laughs> yeah we don't get really but... excited we don't There's even get us. <laughs> really yeah have we got no, everything we really like don't. turned to yeah. really private? Nobody's allowed to message us. Mm. Yeah. But it's another digital citizen at gmail.com. And uh, uh, Luke uh, posts that in every show. So you can't say that it's impossible to spell because uh, uh, Luke actually puts a link to it. In the hey, do you like your country, Tilly? Uh, it's all right, yeah. It's the best country in the world, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Norway is the best country in the world, so you're wrong. Oh, right. Hey, look. Do you like America? America! <laughs> America! <laughs> America! Let's uh, hear what uh, Trun tells the truth about nationalism. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. When the Democratic Convention started, I hoped to see something unique, something fantastic, something who was quite different. The big enthusiasm around Bernie Sanders have really put a joy and a smile on the face of a lot of people around the world, especially here in Scandinavia, because we already know his ideas in the first place. So after a long, long run for it, he lost, and now it should be presented to what Hillary Clinton wanted. A democratic convention, I thought, should be a little different than a republican convention. But it was, well, I don't quite have to say this, but America is a great country. It's an okay country. It's a good country. But it's not the only country in the world. The Repo democratic convention was all about, look here, we are more American than anyone else. We love America more and we are better than everyone else. Yeah, it was. Joe Biden, I respect very much. He said, yeah, we are the greatest nation in the world. Not let anybody say something different. I dreamt was on stage and said, yeah, we're going to crush all our enemies. And I wondered for some time, which convention was I on? Was this the Republican one? Was it the Democratic one? Or is there anyone in the United States opposed to this bullshit? Because we laughed. We just took a big laugh because the only reason why we like Democrats a little bit more is because the Republicans are batshit crazy. Nothing else, nothing, nothing else at all. There was one beautiful thing there, and that was Bernie Sanders. You could see on his face that he was sad. He was disappointed. He didn't support Hillary Clinton with a light heart. He did it because he had to, and that's also why I do it. Not because I love her because the alternative is worse, much worse. But you have to see, 
Bill Maher once said that America is one of the most stupid countries there is. It isn't. But it's the most narcissistic country in the world. You have to learn yourself a little lesson. You're not the only country in the world. Just saying you're big all the time, swinging the flag, dropping balloons, saying you're going to crush your enemies, doesn't make you respected. Maybe get you elected in the United States, but it don't get you respected. This is not very fun to look at. It's not very fun to listen to. There were no big controversy at the Democratic Convention. It was not all about celebrate the Queen, the Queen Hillary Clinton. But, but and we got some beautiful thoughts about a Muslim father who lost his son fighting for America in two bullshit wars who sh- never should have been in in the first place. Some the Bernie's what I was very clear after this watching the convention is the Bernie Sanders revolution must not stop. It must not stop at all. It must roll over America. You need not more person to take on that torch and fight for it. In this year's election, in election in two years' time, in election in four years' time, and so on and so on and so on. Because this can't continue can continue in any way. I hope you can see that. And I hope that you in in October go on and vote. But you also use the right to vote in any election there is. I also hope you all of you who fought for Bernie Sanders ideas still fight for it. Because you have allies. Because this is not just an American revolution. It's a revolution you have to be all over the world. Because it's too fucking enough right now. It's too much of everything. And we have to pull our shit together and work over the borders. United States, Scandinavia, Europe, Africa, Asia, everyone. We have to find common grounds and stop this nationalistic warmonger bullshit polluters and everyone else. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth, and I'll be back next time even more angry than I am this time. Have a nice day. Chile! It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for Luke. Final round. And you're going down. <laughs> I'm yelling, Timber! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Not that song. I forgot so, that existed till just then. <laughs> so, Luke, tell the people for the last time what are we doing? Right. So, last round, uh, we're tied one to one. Tilly and Fro are going against each other. Two to two. Oh, two to two. Right. Uh, <laughs> Here, dog. Um, it's a cat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the IMDb top 250 movies where Tilly and Fro are picking from them and they're trying to find the movies that I have not seen. If they pick a movie I have not seen, they get a point. If they pick a movie I have seen, they don't get a point. And I'm going to begin this week. Right, and we're uh, doing 201 to 250. Yes, and I'm beginning with 201, because it's called Nustica of the Valley of the Wind. Or and I the... have not seen that movie. Oh, what a f- surprise. Oh. Yeah. 
mine. I kind of want to go for the next one. Yeah, I have that on my list. I will not tell you where, but I have it on uh, the list. I'll I'll go for just for consecutiveness, consecutivity. <laughs> To, to yeah. be consecutive, 202, The Grapes of Wrath from 1940. I have not seen The Grapes of Wrath. Hey. Yeah. I have 203 <laughs> on my <laughs> list. Have you seen Annie Hall? Look. I have seen Annie Hall. Uh, <laughs> Woody Allen. Uh, I'm not yep. big yet. Wood Allen Fancer. Say 204. Say 204. (laughs) I'm really tempted to. Do it. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Come on, Dylan. No, I want to win. No, I want to win. Say 204. Uh, Come on. (laughs) He might have seen it, though. Come on. It's funny. All right, 204. Stalker. I have not seen 204. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. God for that. I'm going to jump. Uh, 206 memories of a murder. 206. I have not seen 206. Thank you. Have you seen 210? Le Diabolikis. Please give you 210, yeah, that, that one. Um, I have not seen 210, no. Luke, have you seen 212? Deadpool. <laughs> what? I have seen 212, Deadpool. No! You have? Yes, we really? talked about it on the show, so... Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Tilly won. Oh, no. Maybe. Well, Tilly. You're, down, you're down two, and I think this is the, what? Uh, this is the fourth, fourth round, so... Yeah, Tilly has to have it as strong. All right. Say Rocky. Say Rocky. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say 214, though. <laughs> eight and a eight half. And a half. Oh, such a good movie. I have seen Eight and a Half. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I would be shocked if he hadn't seen it, to be honest. Right. Uh, eight and a Half what? This weeks. is like, if you go to film yeah. school, you're basically yeah, forced to watch this movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Fellini. Well, see, I didn't, so... Um, I'm not going to pick 219, The Reverend, for some strange reason. I don't know why you wouldn't choose that one. No, I would not pick 221, Groundhog Day, for some strange reason. I feel like I've seen that movie before. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to pick 227, Lahain. I have not seen 227. Okay, Tilly, you have to get oh. this wrong. For me. I have to get this wrong? Yes. I don't want me. to. For Fro to be able to be one down. <laughs> Fro, Fro has lost at this point. We're going to keep going. No, we are, I haven't. If she, she has one wrong. She had, I had two wrongs. I 
had run wrong before and she had one wrong so she's uh, if she gets this wrong we well, are yeah, but you had two wrong, right? So okay, yeah. Yeah, but she, yeah, that will get her to two wrong. Okay. And hopefully, number two hundred and twenty-eight, kind hearts and coronets. Would... Oh, fuck it! He's never seen that. I have never seen this movie. Three. You won. Four, Silly wins. Three, four, three. <laughs> ah. Ha. 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 But Tilly, be happy. I've got to think about stuff now, doesn't it? <laughs> be happy because I'm going to pick the first movie. No, the t- first TV show you've seen. Oh. <laughs> In the torture Tilly with TV that we are doing next week. But I have to tell you this week what you're going to see. Oh, God, I'm scared. Are you scared? I'm really scared. I feel I can be giving- led down into the torture chambers but, but i'm giving you one of my favorite shows of all time i'm i'm going to be super super kind to get you and give you a little hannah montana all right do we want to tell them what, what we're doing here bro yeah so next week we're going to uh do a little game where me and fro uh go back and forth and give Tilly bad TV shows. We've done this before in the past with Fro and uh, Tilly's going to give them scores uh, 1 through 10, 10 being the worst, 1 being the uh, a good show, I guess. And um, whoever gets the highest score wins. Yeah. I'm just giving to give you a little Hannah Montana. Thanks. Aren't you, aren't you happy? Well, I suppose... It's about time I've seen an episode, but I kind of wanted to the <laughs> children that made me watch this. Which episode? Doesn't it not matter? <laughs> oh, oh, it matters. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little uh, story. Um, um, uh, I think, I think it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Uh, episode you're going to see you're going to watch uh one of uh the worst uh hannah montana episodes i know of and wow. it's from season one episode 25 smells like teen sellout <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm going to read you the episode's summary Hannah Montana agrees to endorse a new perfume, only she can't stand the smell because it brings back bad memories. Meanwhile, Jackson tries out for a television survival program. Wow. That is... It smells like teen what? Sellout. Oh. So this is the worst episode it sounds like it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't like this episode. Uh, I I'm not a big fan of uh, season one, to be to be honest. I think it's later in the seasons where Hannah Montana gets from good to the greatness that was Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I oh. mean that. Come on. Well, I'm not going to learn that, am I? Because I'm watching the worst episode. 
You're I, not going to get any agreement or argument out of me. Let's say that. <laughs> it's it's the best show in the world. Uh, look. It's not my fault that the only thing you want to watch is the Summer Olympic Games. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, best of both worlds. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's best of both worlds. Oh, why did you get <laughs> that again? <laughs> so, uh, Norway has 62 National Olympic uh, people in this. <laughs> Athletes. Athletes. Do you there know you what uh, what Britain has? No. Uh, Britain. Uh, what is it under? You think? Is it under B? Uh, oh no, GB. Oh yeah, great. A B C D F G. Great Britain has 366 people on it. And the US of A. What do you have? You have 554. Wow. We win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. you've won the Olympics now. We can all go home. Yeah, that's we how have, the Olympics work. We have 60, <laughs> 62. But we have uh, more than Oman. Has in it because they have four people oh. in the Olympics. Rwanda has eight, and Saint Kitts and Nevis—never ever heard about this—has seven people in it. I'm looking for—I'm looking for for a country that has like one or two and things like that. Yeah, Most we have stressed people in that country. Sierra Leone has two people with them. When I was watching the uh, the opening ceremonies, I remember seeing one or two uh, countries that they came out together because they didn't have enough people, so they had to come uh, out. Yeah, I don't remember exactly who it was, but probably uh, all of those that we've just listed. <laughs> yeah, Somalia has, has two. Swaziland has two, but Tuvalu has one. Hey, I found a country that actually just had one. Tuvalu. Hey, hey does it tell it? If you, uh, you if you can answer this without googling it, I will give you some money. <laughs> Where the fuck is Tuvalu? I'd guess Africa. I have no. Tuvalu is scheduled to pl- uh, compete at the 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. It's the smallest delegation with only one athlete. And that athlete is Etomi Timuani. And he is going to be in the 100 meter. Uh, yeah. Tuvalu. Where, where, where is Tuvalu? Is it, is it Tuvalu? Tuvalu, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in Oceania, in the South Pacific. I found it. Oh, now. okay. Yeah, it's that, an independent that, island right. nation within the British Commonwealth. So I should have Ooh. known that if it's in our Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just by uh, by uh, Australia. 
Uh, its capital is Funafuti. <laughs> Funafuti. I want to go to this. Let's go to Funafuti in Tuvalu. <laughs> it does look gorgeous. It's it really place. looks beautiful. Yeah, I want to go there. So, uh, Tilly, have you found any like silly, stupid things that uh, you think uh, should be funny to watch in the Olympic Games? No, that's probably why I've no. not been watching any. Are there funny things to watch in the Olympic Games? Oh, there is some sunny, funny things to watch in the uh, Summer Olympics. Do um, for, for For example, Rugby Sevens. Okay, I've seen, what? like, when I was at school, I watched the boys playing Rugby Sevens. I was going to say, is that just rugby with seven people? I have no idea yeah. what that is. Seven each no side. Okay. Like, yeah, seven. like you have five-a-side football. Well, five-a-side soccer. rugby sevens at the 2016 Summer Olympics marks the debut for rugby sevens at the Summer Olympics. Uh, though rugby union uh, was last played at the... 1924 Summer Olympics. That was a while ago. Now an Olympic sport again. Yeah. So I do quite like rugby. Mm -hmm. Rugby sevens. I only found one weird one. I think pretty much the American, the American, uh, uh, not the American. The Summer Olympics are not as weird as the Winter Olympics. I don't think. But the weirdest one I found is the modern pentathlon. Yep. I am Ooh, definitely so, the weirdest one out there. I'm modern. so happy that you, you said that because I had that on my list. Right. So it starts with uh, epe fencing. So it starts with some fencing. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you shoot a pistol. Mm-hmm. And then you do 200 meter freestyle swimming. Yep. And then you do show jumping on horseback. Mm-hmm. Followed by a three kilometer cross country run. Of course. So that's a normal sport that... Yeah. We follow all the time. Sorry, when are they going to update it to like clear three levels on Candy Crush and then <laughs> go and <laughs> build yourself a house on Minecraft? Because then... <coughs> it oh sounds like, God. you know, a modern pentathlon. It was modern oh, when God. guns were new. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Oh. I, I I think the most funny thing is equitarian, but it's most funny because I never can't uh, say it. And, <laughs> and, Are you saying and, equestrian? Yes. Right. As in on a horse. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I mean, there there is uh, like I I I I personally think that that it's kind of silly having water polo. polo. I mean, water polo, really? Man, water polo is so hard, though. I used to play water yeah. polo when I was younger. It is it hard, is, but... Oh, my gosh. It is, like... it. But, I, I'd say but, it's harder than running, like, cross-country or something like that. But is it's... synchronized swimming really a sport? That, yeah, no. Probably not, but... People take I it seriously, if, I guess. Yeah, and if um, the floor gymnastics is a sport, then surely synchronized swimming... Uh, to an Olympic level, anyway. I I can see the difference between those two, to be honest. We well, yeah, have 
you know, being able to stay upside down in water in just the right place at the right position. But it's, that's difficult. I, uh, well, you try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Here now, but you have ten golds, eight silver, nine bronze so far. Uh, look, are you happy? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine we'll get more than that, but we're doing well in swimming. I know that. Yeah. So. Michael Phelps set another record. Right, and of then course. a woman, a woman uh, in I, I don't remember something. She she beat it, beat the record by like two seconds or something, like huge. Yeah. Mara Corns can swim. But uh, we we can uh, say one sport that I think is fun to watch. Wrestling is always fun. It's kind of strange to see uh, The Undertaker uh, coming out at uh, the Rio Olympics. But it's still, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Did Wait, you what? see? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. What? Raw, Raw this week was live from Rio de Janeiro, wasn't it? No, that's not real. <laughs> what? Rest I have no idea what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> it's still real to me, god damn it. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of interesting to 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 see that wrestling is still on the on on there because they have uh, talked so for so long to getting rid of wrestling. But, oh, uh, that wrestling. Okay, yeah. Uh, they talked about it one year, like what uh, four years ago or whatever. But I think that that the was all. Beat them up. I think that was all a publicity stunt <laughs> to try to get people to be more interested in wrestling. I think that's what that was. I don't think that was ever real, but maybe. I don't know. Remember the wrestling. One thing, one thing really interesting about this year's Olympics that I don't know if a lot of people know, this is the first Olympic Games that they allow athletes to have uh, marijuana in their system. without yeah. uh, <laughs> The drug testing they're doing this year, they allow certain amount of THD in their system but they're not allowed to be above a certain level when they're competing. So, And you are on the ninth place, Tilly, with two golds, three silver, and four bronze. Happy with that? Yeah. It, well, I, I, well I, done I, I to all of the athletes so far. Good good work. Um, yeah. I I'm can tell you how many... You. Do you want to hear how many golds and silver and bronzes we have? Yeah. Zero, zero, zero. Aww. Well, maybe they haven't done handball yet. So yeah, they are still playing on handball. So, I mean, Sweden, Sweden, our neighbor country, is on. Uh, where did I see them? I saw them on here on twenty something place. So I was like, yeah. oh, they are on twelve. They have. have uh, one gold and two silver. They are sharing that twelfth with Germany, so oh, right. I, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Germany will get more. But uh, yeah, we haven't really gotten anything yet. But give it time. Care. Good things come I mean, to those e who wait. Even Denmark has one silver, so that's our neighbor country. Uh, I want more. Screw your neighbours. Get friendly with the USA. They'll give you some of theirs. <laughs> hey, Luke. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, uh, talking about marijuana in your system, uh, you two oh, guys... we didn't have... do the TV round. Oh, sorry. Have you seen any TV this week, uh, Luke, since you want to do oh, it? Uh, I actually have not actually seen a whole lot of TV this week. <laughs> but uh, funny. I've been watching Brady Bunch. Um, oh, I guess uh, we'll talk about uh, wrestling a little bit. Cause, did you guys see who was on SmackDown yesterday? Did you watch SmackDown? Yes, I saw yeah. Uh West Coast Wrestling Connection star Mikey O'Shea was on there. Yep. Uh, he was a jopper, and he got beat up. Yep. But he was on Raw. Smackdown. Smackdown, Wrestling. right. Actually, on <laughs> Raw, there was the guy against Braun Strowman, Horrell Nelson, who's also a yeah. local guy that I've worked with in the past. Um, huh. I remember one time that guy, he was doing a show with another company I, I worked for in the past and he he was being a heel and he went up to this kid in the front row and like ripped up his, like his sign or something and the kid mm. started crying and they ended up having to like stop the show for this kid to like give him a free give him free stuff so he wouldn't because the kid was like so loud yeah yeah good heel work that guy yeah well, well done and well. I guess I read that um if they're going to make a sequel to Stranger Things, that there may be a graphic novel to connect the first and second season. Yeah, I saw that. That's interesting. That's so, really interesting. I guess it's because the kids are going to grow up in a year, and yeah. so they need some way to uh, bridge the gap of them growing yeah. up. So they're going to do a graphic novel. So that's interesting. I like that. It's going to be super interesting. What about you, Tilly? Have you seen any TV this week? There is a new comedy on the BBC that I'd been avoiding on the iPlayer thing because it didn't just from the name of it, it didn't entice me in. It's called okay. Fleabag. Sounds boring. Yeah, but it's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. It's um, about this girl. She's sort of late 20s, early 30s kind of age. She's single, she's running a cafe, and it's her very honest and risque, maybe a little bit perverted view on everything. And she does a lot of talking to camera in between things. Like There's uh, one bit where she sees a guy that she slept with and just bumped into him at this shop. And he asks her if she, she fancies going out for a drink or something. And she's sort of like, oh, I'm... And then looks at the camera and says, like, yes, yes, please, yes. Like, yeah, 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 that, that'd be nice. We'll do that. It's, it's just, yeah. And there's a lot of crude things that I'm not going to say because, you know, if my mum wants to hear all that, she can watch Fleabag. <laughs> I, this week, suddenly got It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hey! This is the fourth time I tried. And I turned on the episode where they all go to welfare. Right. In, in oh, season. you just picked a, picked a random episode? No, no, no. Like, oh. I've tried to oh, see... Oh, you, picked, so, you pick, picked it back up, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've tried to see Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The first season is atrocious. Like the first, right. I've I've tried watching it and I never got past the first few episodes and yeah, never went the back. First, See, that's it with the first season. It's the second it's, season's where it actually gets good. It's so atrocious. It's 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 not even funny. 
Like no. it's nothing funny in 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 season one. And now I saw the whole of season two, and I got it when I saw the season or the episode where they all go on, or Dean and uh, the brother go on welfare. Yeah. Then I started laughing. Then I got it. That's it. When I was introduced to it, I got told, like, I'm going to start you off on season one, but it's awful. Oh. And it all kicks off in season two. But season one, you'll be aware of who everybody is and you'll find it funnier. Huh. So that's how I sort of yeah, went I into it. And I was like, really? While well, I was watching season one and then got to yeah. season two and was like, oh, oh, I get yeah. it. And then you can go yeah. back and you find season one funnier. Because funny year. Of, funny yeah. year, but not funny. Not, yeah, not actually... <laughs> I mean, some bits as later on in the seasons, you'll be on the floor laughing your face off, right? Because it just just keep getting better and better and better yeah. and better. And it's 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 so weird. I'm now in the middle of season four, and I'm loving it. I'm I'm yes. just laughing, and I'm 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 getting it because I did season one and season two. I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy I did it, but 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 but. It's such a strange TV show that suddenly it got good. It suddenly d- decided to be good. It's so weird. <laughs> I've remembered something else on TV that I've seen that I didn't mention. Okay. There's an advert for Gillette razors. And the whole advert is, your face takes a beating for many things. Don't let shaving be one of them. But in the background, I'm pretty sure they've got a Rihanna song. Mm. And that just seemed a bit below the belt with the whole, your face takes a beating. Mm. And then Rihanna starts <laughs> singing pretty much as he says that. <laughs> now it's been changed. I think somebody's said something. Because now they've taken away the lyrics of what she's singing. It's just the background music. Right, yeah. But that had me. I was like, hang on, is that, if it's not Rihanna, it really sounds like her. And that's a bit, you know, come off yeah. it. <laughs> so, so you don't like it's always uh, sunny in Philadelphia look? Well, like uh, I, I've like I said, I only watched the I don't know maybe the first five episodes, and then I was because I don't one. know at the time, yeah, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't really like this, and I never went back. But over time, uh, I've I've left it on my Netflix. It's on Netflix, so I left it on my like uh, my list on there because I've always wanted to go back, but I just have never gotten around back around to it but if you're saying that it gets good after season two maybe i need to oh yeah try again yeah suddenly in season two they decide to 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 be funny it's so strange <laughs> all right i'll have to it's, check it out it changes also what i saw uh this week was Mythbusters busters from the beginning again uh i'm now in season one and uh i'm enjoying it it's kind of strange to see it again after yeah, that one's uh, opposite. Like the first few seasons are the best, and the last yeah. ones are get bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's strange to watch it again. So uh, I'm watching uh, that from the beginning, and I'm trying to find a new show because now I I feel like I don't have a show to watch other than Brain Dead, and it's kind of strange. Well, we're. Uh, we're, we've got a bunch of new shows coming up because uh, sweeps are coming uh, here in September. So there's like tons of new shows coming out. So don't worry, bro. You don't have long. I know. 
I know, but 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 I don't have a show that I can go back to and see uh, right. see other uh, yeah. seasons of. So I'm trying to find a new show that I want to see. I'm have trying. Have you ever seen Big Train? Big Train? Yeah. No. Might be worth a look. It's I know some episodes are on YouTube, but it's a British comedy from the late nineties. Okay. It's got a lot of. More than three. I'm sure I've seen season four up there as well. But yeah, it's lots of little comedy sketches, but they're all now extremely big comedians. But they weren't then. They were sort of just starting out. And it's one of the things I I have on my list is Brooklyn Nine. Nine nine. I've heard. I heard it's funny. I never watched it. Oh, it's amazing! Right, I've heard it's funny too. Yeah, yeah. I have that on my list. Uh, I tried season one of Empire was good. Season two of Empire was not. Uh, Yeah, I don't have uh, anything to watch right now. So. There's nothing on TV. Watch all of Red Dwarf. Yeah, I've seen it. See it it's, again. <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it's not that good. Well, I suppose you didn't grow up watching it. I had a no. video. My brother used to tape it for me because it was on after I went to bed as a kid. So he'd tape <laughs> it and I'd watch it the next day. Uh, I lost uh, where we were. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Main discussion. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, have you smoked marijuana this week, Tilly? Constantly, with my ear rolls and my eyeballs and up my nose. Mm -hmm. Belly button and everything. Yeah, I I was snorting tons of marijuana this week. Yeah. Big lines of it. Injecting all the marijuana balls, (laughs) all the the berries. Uh, because we are talking about the movie that you have seen this week, uh, Reefer Madness. How was it, uh, Dylan? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, you haven't never <laughs> I, seen it, uh, right? I hadn't. I've heard about it, right? But I hadn't actually. I hadn't ever watched it. I'd sort of. I think I'd seen the beginning bit of it, where it's got all the <laughs> credits and the big sort of story intro thing, the foreword. Right. But never actually watched it. And uh, <laughs> mm, mm. interesting. So, and you have also seen it this week, uh, Luke. Right. Yeah. I had seen it before, but I had never seen it in color. And there's a mm. color version out there on YouTube. So I checked that out. Um, it's, I mean, it just. Uh, it makes it a little cooler, and there's some interesting stuff to talk about when it comes to the color, uh, as opposed to the black and white version. But I have uh, only seen taking, the black and white. Taking notes on it is quite interesting. We'll say that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, who who are going first? Me. You. Yes. And begins with the credits, and the first thing, well, first thing I noticed the second time I watched it was in the corner throughout all of the credits, corner of the screen, is an ashtray with a smoking... I'm guessing it's a smoking reefer, but when you're first watching it, you think it's a smoking cigarette. Mm. Um, 
yeah, there's lots of credits because it's 1936 thing. And I was going to read the foreword at the beginning, but I realised just how long it'd take to read it all out, which is probably why they didn't have a man saying it and just mm-hmm. had it in words. But yeah, it was basically saying that marijuana with a H mm-hmm. is um, horrific and horrible and you need to tell your children all about it. And we see a printing press and the obligatory shots of front page. Oh, my God, marijuana found this place. And oh, my God, this and oh, my God, that. And the last one that comes up, meeting tonight, called tell your children about the dangers of marijuana. Marijuana. And marijuana. <laughs> no, no, Jay. It's the, the scourge, the, the dread marijuana, as it says in the thing. Not dreaded, dread marijuana. Mm-hmm. So we start into the actual film, and we're in a meeting with it, a man stood in front of a big room of parents. Looks like a that they could be in an old school or something, you know. Everybody's sitting looking at one person, and he's explaining to these what I can assume are parents all about the dangers of marijuana. I spelled it with a H and everything. Right, we find and, out this guy is a principal later, but yeah, yeah, this is uh, that Doctor Carol. Right. I believe. But, yeah, we find out he's yeah, the principal of the school. Yeah. Which so is he's... confusing because they keep calling him the doctor, and then he even goes to this place and they're like, Hello, doctor, how are you doing? And you're like, Way later in, in the in this uh, movie, they go, Oh, by the way, he's a principal. They... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, he's explaining to all of them that, you know, there's, there's dangers, and the only way that they can beat this scourge is compulsory education about the danger of drugs, in particular marijuana. And he reads some letters from um, the narcotics team, which say that basically they need the PTA to help because it grows naturally in every state. And the dried leaves and berries are ground and made into cigarettes. This was the best (laughs) cigarette rolling machine. Yeah, mm, marijuana berries. I don't, do they have berries? <laughs> That's not a thing. No. no not real at all. And mm. I'm pretty sure it's not the leaves either. I know, like, early days they used to smoke all of it, like everything, but leaves and berries. Mm. But yeah, the, the machine that they had. Leaves, yeah. yeah. But the machine that they had to make them was amazing. Put the Rizzler in one side and just sort of flip a handle over, and there you go. It's already rolled. But they show you that. <laughs> and they talk about how marijuana is smuggled in and other drugs are smuggled in in heels and um right. what was it, shaving brushes and lots and lots of heroin all of a sudden they throw in right they there's all talking. these pills and stuff and you're like how are you who is putting marijuana in the the heel of a shoe to smuggle it anywhere that'd be like the tiniest little tiny amount of marijuana yeah it wouldn't be worth it for getting caught um and they also point out, they say that um, marijuana is worse than heroin yes. in, in the way that they they see it. Because mm-hmm. it grows so easily everywhere. There's no worse interstate than things. Yeah. Worse yep. than heroin. That's because, like, when you go on the street, you, have, you see so many addicts of marijuana and none oh God, yeah, of, of, of heroin. No, uh, they're just all these Cheech and Chongs bumming about oh. in the gutter. But yeah, so this doctor um, tells us a story that's 
well, he says it's a true story, but we know that it's just based on true stories. Um, it Are explains. They really true so it so it says it's based, you know, around true events. It's just been fictionalized because, you know, saving the uh, of whatever it is of the people. Yeah, Batman is based on real events too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah based on loosely based, based on, on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he he starts to tell us a story and tells us that it's about an apartment owned by may goldman that's what i heard it as so that's her name now yeah that's it yeah so a man walks in to this apartment and sees a sleeping woman who i'm pretty sure is in full dress um, he walks in, wakes her up, tells her to clean up before the kids come round. And she starts moaning, saying, like, oh, I wish you wouldn't involve these kids. And he's, nah, shut up about it. The door buzzes. The man goes and lets two guys and a woman in. She asks about the state of the place, being sort of like, oh, what's, what's with this place? And uh, the guys say that they probably had a party. So assuming this apartment is a party apartment where everybody goes. Um, yeah, the first guy who we find out is Jack, I do believe, um, goes in to tell May that he's off to go and deliver some stuff and do jobs and go and fetch children, essentially. Right. Didn't um, he just get here? Yeah, he just arrived. He woke her up, told her to clean up. His mates have turned up. And, um, and now he's I mean, leaving. This bit, yeah. yeah, now he's leaving. This bit does sound kind of realistic for a drug den but yeah the th- yeah not a marijuana one um yeah she's keeps saying about she really wishes that he'd leave the kids out of it and that at least the people in the other room are old enough to make their own choices and know better in things he doesn't agree still shrugs it off again grabs a box now this box i'm assuming this was a box of marijuana but it was just a, a little box it could have had it looked a bit like a soap they call them reefers and i assume that they mean joints so yeah i'd assume but yeah so um he's got his box and goes um out we go maybe it was a box of chocolate and you never know what you're going to get it could be (gasps) you never know references now <laughs> How exciting! Be marijuana chocolates, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently in this story they're just pre-made, rolled-up marijuana cigarettes. By the way, that they're uh, selling them in singles—is that how they did it then? I, Is I, even I, that I, accurate? Yeah. I, I have, as far as I can tell from this uh, movie, these are the worst drug dealers ever because they don't seem to make any money. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just give it out. Yeah. Give it to. It doesn't so. cost anything. Right, <laughs> no, no. Farmer. They just give no. it out. It's true. It just just keeps just free. It grows free. All the drug dealers are just giving it for free. That's why they're all doing it. They're just lovely. <laughs> right, so we come into a sign. It's a school stop crossing. So we're nowhere somewhere near a place of education. I guess in like a college or a high school, but I couldn't really tell. And three guys cross the road. And um, one of the guys tells the other guy, Ralph, 
about a party at his grandma's. And then they go off. Ralph's left alone. And Jack, the man from the apartment, just all of a sudden is there. And um, Ralph sort of sidles up to him and says, you see those? You see that? And points out to a girl with a couple of guys getting into a um, car. And Ralph says, that's the one I've been telling you about. And Jack replies with, hmm, very nice. As they watch him get into this yellow convertible. Mm-hmm. Two students, again, I think this is... Yeah, these are the guys that just cross the road. <laughs> One right. doesn't know why the other, who is Wally, makes such a big fuss over Ralph. Oh, that's it, yeah, the two guys that were just talking to Ralph. Um, the one of them's saying that he shouldn't make such a fuss over Ralph, and um, he sort of replies with what comes down to, but he can swim, is why he's hanging around with him and why he sort of puts up with him. Because he's like, well, men and he swam at such and such and things. Right. He's, um, he's like a he's like a, a star athlete is what they're yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the guy's like, oh well, you know, I don't I don't really know him that well. And the first one's saying that Ralph's whole family is bad because his parents just got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And. Um, and I His think these people that... are supposed to be high school students. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And they're all like 40. <laughs> yeah, they're really old. This is what I couldn't tell, like, high school, college, uh, you know, middle-aged. But yeah, um, oh, and apparently Wally's friend's dad says that Ralph's too old for them anyway. Uh, we come up to the car, um, and it's introductions a go-go. Because we've got Mary, Bill, Ralph, Jimmy, who's Mary's brother, and Jack all around the car. Mary and Bill are off to play tennis. Um, Ralph sort of tries to get them to go to this party. Mary and Bill are like, no, no, we've got to go and play doubles. So Jimmy goes with um, Jack and Ralph to this party. That um, I'm assuming, yeah, it's at May's. Um Oh, no, it's not. It's at the bar thing. <laughs> Amazeballs. Um, yeah, I've put, we're at a dance party bar type place. Oh, this is, this is a soda uh, soda jerks like place. Right, okay. Like 1950s soda shop, yeah. Right. So, yeah, we'll come into that. And it, you just hear piano and see lots of dancing feet for a bit and a really creepy pianist. Like... <laughs> This guy, I can't cope with this guy. He's doing some faces, <laughs> and these faces are not appropriate for what this is about. This is like scary pedo clown guy. <laughs> He's got the creepy clown hair, too, yeah. Yeah, and blink de blink 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 de blink And it's really important to say that this film was made with no irony at all. Like, they meant this when they made it. Oh, yeah. Made- this movie so this this was never made to make fun of it's really important to say that because this is this is this is made with the te- uh, with the tendency to scare people away from using marijuana i'm sure it worked in 1936 this is 2016 <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure it did in 1936 either to be honest 
Oh, some people it did, yeah. But I'm sure some people would have been scared witless if you've had no no brain. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, so we were at this uh, soda bar place, mm-hmm. and Jack, Jimmy, and Ralph walk in. A girl runs up, all happy, calling Jimmy, and sort of latches onto him and hangs off from him a whole lot. And he's really impressed by the creepy pianist who's called Hot Fingers something. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jimmy and this girl dance. like Not like complete crazy fools, just a bit overzealously. Um, Jack and Ralph are at the table with a redhead, who we find out is called Blanche. And they're discussing heading to May's apartment after. Um, the guys ask about any new prospects, and Blanche says maybe, and they all turn and look for ages at Jimmy and the girl. Very much like all three of them. So, almost like we are going to eat them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're our next victims. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're the now witch we see... from Hansel and Gretel all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, totally. They'll end up pushed in an oven. So. <laughs> yes, yes, Taylor. That is how this movie ends. Thank you for yeah. spoiling it for everyone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so rubbish at this. Oh. <laughs> well, right. So we see Hot Fingers gets up and leaves the piano, and Jimmy sits down and starts playing. And Hot Fingers goes and gets himself into a closet, double checks that nobody's around. And gets out a reefer. And it seems to have an instant effect because he's instantly laughing and I can't I can't make noises for the faces that he does, but you'd know exactly what I mean if you watch it. It's it's ridiculous. And at this point in the colour version, the smoke is green. So you can tell the difference between that and any cigarettes you might have seen smoked in there. Uh-huh. Although I don't think there's been any yet. It's like but yeah, bright the colour version. Green. Yeah. Bright green and just covers his whole face at first. I need to see the color version. I understand. Oh, it gets better, but yeah, yeah. It's, it it's they added color in later, pretty obviously. So the yeah. smoke is just kind of like the green is over the top of the smoke. It's really silly. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a nice little touch. Um, yeah, we go back into the bar thing, and Blanche invites Jimmy and the girl, who I don't think we've we know the name of. Uh, her um, name's a... Agnes, but we, they don't really say it very much, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, Blanche invites both of them to mate, a friend's apartment. We know it's mates. And they all leave because Jimmy can drive. Mary and Bill now. And they've finished tennis racks in her hand. Bill's um, carrying her books like the perfect gentleman. He... he drops one, picks it up and dusts it off and makes sure there's no bits on it or anything and, you know, really carefully carries it. And it's it's clearly Mary's. So he's being full gentleman. Um, they sit outside at Mary's and I've put in brackets on a sofa. But again, was this a 1930s American thing of having used sofas outside? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like these. It's it's lawn furniture, but it yeah, it's a. It's not. Sofa. It's proper sofas. I guess. Yeah. So. so they sit there, and um, her mum somehow instinctively knows that they're there and coming, and brings them out hot chocolate pretty much instantly. In yeah, she she's silver. psychic. She has she is. Psychic. She's yeah. psychic, or she's watching. 
I think she's mm-hmm. just watching the whole time. It's been this really nice silver tea or coffee pot, whatever, hot chocolate pot. Um, and they, Bill and Mary start having some innocent fun, like reading Romeo and Juliet for fun before doing maths. Oh. These guys are crazy. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so they're reciting Romeo and Juliet and they get to a bit where they kiss and they do kiss and the mum who's been watching from the doorway all fondly all of a sudden comes out and starts talking to them. Um, we're, now, we're now all of a sudden transported into a house. There's a little kid, we don't know about him, but from the, I think he's called Junior. He runs in, Daddy, Daddy, to his dad and demands some candy or something. Um, and Bill walks in. So we now know this is Bill's family. That's his little brother and his dad and his mum, or the maid as she sort of seems to be. Um, the kid starts taking the mickey out of Bill, saying that Bill's got a girl. And as I've written down here, Bill acts like a bitch and whines to his mum. Because <laughs> 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 he, he does. And this is a child and his grown brother. Mom, make him quit. <laughs> and it even looks more ridiculous because remember, this guy's supposed to be in high school, but he looks like he's about forty. So. Yeah, he looks like he's, the he's, the adult brother walking in, or the uncle, or dad. Yeah, the uncle, and then he starts chasing him around the table like a little kid, and it's just the most ridiculous looking thing ever. Yeah, and do you know? Do you remember what he makes him do? What is sort of when he catches him, he's like, "No, you got it wrong." Bill's got a swell girl. Yeah. And that, that was that was his punishment, correcting him just to say swell. And, yeah, the kid goes on to ask Bill to help him with his uh, model aeroplane, because Bill can it's, fix anything. And swell is such a good word. I love that. <laughs> She's just <sighs> swell. Oh, there's another one. There's another word coming up that I've got that I thought was just swell. Um... <laughs> We're out on the street. Uh, Bill's waiting for something. And Jimmy drives up in Mary's car because Mary's helping her mum with some kind of seamstress something. Um, Jimmy and Bill uh, discuss going for a soda, but Bill never drinks that stuff and decides that he'll have a root beer instead. <laughs> Bill gets I in the car and they drive off. Yeah, I was going to ask... <laughs> And he's acting like soda is like some type of like drug. Like I guess maybe yeah. was Coca Cola still have cocaine in 1936? I don't even know. But Uh-oh. he's acting like, oh, that I don't drink the hard stuff like soda. I, I'll take yeah. a root beer. Like yeah, what? it's like he was offered, offered an absinthe and right. had half a pint of shandy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly the same. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. All right, so they're in the uh, soda place, and uh, they walk in, and everybody says hello. Everybody knows that. I don't know if they just know Jimmy, it's or whether they know both of them. Everybody yeah. knows Jimmy. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. And they go and sit with Ralph and Blanche that are sitting at a booth. Um, Jimmy asks about May, and Blanche says that she's going over to hers later. Um, and Jimmy asks, sort of invites Bill along. So I said, you know, is, is it okay? And of course, Blanche is going to say yes because they're um, 
preying on children. But yeah, they. Um, <laughs> but this is where my word is. They convince him because it's so keen. You really <laughs> like it there. It's keen. That's so keen. Yeah. And then again, we've got Hot Fingers on the piano being odd. <laughs> Very odd with his creepy face and his, hey, I'm really stoned. Kind of thing. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know I, what they're I, smoking, but it's not marijuana. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, the makers of this movie has never, ever done drugs. <laughs> no, they've never even watched anybody on drugs. Right. All they'd have to do is watch somebody smoke a reefer and they would know that that is not what they do. But now we're in May's apartment and there's people crazy dancing. And I mean, there's shoulders and elbows and knees everywhere. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Jack goes to the door before the buzzer even goes. I was impressed with this. He literally, he's beelining towards the door that enters the hall to open the main door. And as he gets through that into the hallway where the door is, the buzzer goes. Um, I've lost my place then. Um, It's Ralph, Blanche, Jimmy and Bill. Bill holds back as everybody sort of rushes in and sort of looks around very perplexed and like he's never been in an apartment before. He's sort of... (laughs) He's like, why are all these people dancing in this apartment? So yeah, what strange. is this? This is so bizarre. Is this even this, though in a previous scene we saw all these people dancing in a soda shop? So dancing yeah, in a soda and, shop acceptable. Dancing in an apartment weird. And his yep. friend was on about having a party at his grandma's house as well. So they would have been together. You know what kind of world has this lad been living in? I feel for I don't him. Know. Um. Oh, yeah, so Bill's holding back and looking around and Blanche sort of coaxes him in and gets him to come and sit next to her on the sofa and sort of snuggles up to him. Um, She introduces Bill to May and says that, you know, he's all right, kind of, he's with us, he's he's okay. Um, And May sort of, all right, if you say so, and goes into the kitchen where Jack is. She has another go at Jack about there being children there and there's another new kid there. And Jack again just shrugs it off and doesn't, he doesn't care that they're kids. He's got no soul. She's got a bit of a soul, but he hasn't got one at all. And May says Jack to go and get more smokes, which I'm guessing means drugs. But she just said smokes. Um, Marijuana cigarettes. Yeah, that's what she should have said. Um, But Jack's car's in the shop. Oh, no. But May suggests that Jimmy can take him in Mary's yellow convertible. This car's in it. Is it I think this is the, one of the only cars they had to use in this film. I, yeah, it's the only car we see, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the party, a couple are getting really fresh. So fresh you see her underskirt. Oh, mm. proper pulls her to sit on top of his lap. <laughs> and they have oh, a my. snog. Oh, I know. It was absolutely grotesque. Bonkers, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 1936 people. <laughs> oh, I want to go there. I think it'd be brilliant. I really um, don't. <laughs> I just want to go and watch. We could be in that soda bar drinking soda. <gasps> but uh, I, I, nothing was like that in 1936. I promise you. Oh no, I can believe it. Nothing was like this ever <laughs> in <laughs> anywhere. 
ever. Yeah, well, in a parable, parable universe, maybe, but not in real life. Yeah. All right. So back to tell your children renamed Reefer Madness. Because remember, we've got to tell our children this story. Yes. This is the story that we've got to tell them. If you can try to make it out. <laughs> the so, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, you want what's the, what? What's a what? bunch? <laughs> um, what is marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, marijuana. Uh, I've heard about it. Is that a kind of dog? Anyway, as <laughs> <laughs> a kind of dog. <laughs> So, Bill, <laughs> in this party, he offers Blanche a cigarette. She says no thanks, but then May comes in offering reefers, and she takes two. Uh-huh. Ralph doesn't want to be left out, so and May sort of makes it very noted that she could never forget him because he's always there, pretty much. Um, Blanche says to Bill, whilst taking a cigarette out of his mouth, oh, here, if you want a good smoke, try one of these. Um, and gives him the reefer. He looks at it and looks around, seeing people enjoying their reefers. And this is where the different coloured smoke comes in. Because there's... Um, right. Everybody, every each individual person blows out a different colour smoke for some reason. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So and reefer, Bill has like, like blue smoke and I think... Uh, uh, Ralph has, has like red? purple smoke. Uh, the yeah, I think uh, Blanche is the one that has red, and then somebody has yellow. There's like yellow smoke in the air, so it's like yeah. multicolored rainbow smoke happening in this scene. Really okay. weird. <laughs> weird. And in this bit as well, there's clearly a girl that doesn't smoke, that's mm. trying to smoke. You know the the fake smokers thing where they fill their mouth with it and then just sort of blow it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's doing that and she gets loads and loads of camera time. Um. Anyway, yeah, so he's looked around and seen all of these people and Blanche says, I thought you were a sport, or is it, it's not because you're scared, is it? And puts the joint in his mouth. Oh, he puts the joint in his mouth. And um, she encourages him, with like, I know you'll like it. And, oh, that's better when he puts it in his mouth. Um, just take a puff of that. He does, and then Ralph gets the giggles. But Ralph's giggles aren't aren't giggles. He's just randomly laughing and then stopping. It's like an, it's like an evil, evil genius laugh. He's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I kind of, yeah, in a weirder way. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, he turns into hot fingers. And uh, there's Jimmy and Jack. Jack leaves Jimmy in the car. Cause obviously they've, they've gone to go and get whatever. And Jimmy asks for a cigarette before he goes, but I don't think Jack carries normal cigarettes. Um, Jack's in the building now with the boss man. I don't know what his name was, but he's he's the boss. He's sitting. He doesn't actually numbers. have a name. His na- no, in, just... the, in the credit uh, in he's credited as drug ring boss. That's what it's <laughs> really. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, well, oh. boss man works then. And yeah, he's crunching numbers with the old school accountants thing, whatever it is with the big handle. Is it some kind of big calculator? I'm guessing. It's a. It's a. Uh, Counting machine, like a uh, money counting machine, where you take the big handle, go cha chink. Like you should have had like one of those uh, poker dealer hats on and like a big <laughs> cigar, but he didn't. But yeah, yeah. So he's he's doing all that. 
Jack walk Jack walks in, um, and saying things like, "Those kids sure go for it," and talks about new custom and things, and pulls out a massive wad of cash. Um, the boss calls a guy asking for ten gross for Jack, even though Jack hasn't said what his order is. He's just sort of walked in, and this guy's rang and said, right. he'll have ten gross. Jack just says, I-, "I need more than last time," and then the guy just assumes that it's this much, I guess. Yeah. Which is what, like, it's ten gross. What's a gross? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. Because, yeah, a dozen's I twelve. Mean, is a gross twenty-four? Gross is like two hundred and forty. It's the amount you have left over after whatever you spent on something, right? The gross profit. So I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, but not back then. <laughs> back then it was yeah. They've got all their weird. Weird, weird thing. For me, for me, when you say gross, I think it's ugly or disgusting. Yeah, it were, it's spelt the same for all of them as well. Big. Um. Right. Yeah. So in this. Pounds. <laughs> yeah, just a lot. I'm yeah. guessing quite quite a bit. Some some drugs for Jack. <laughs> um. <laughs> boss man gets a call and says. You know, send him up and he uh, lets uh, Jack uh, be uh, there. Yeah, every time you say boss man, I would think... Boss man! Oh, yeah. Batman gets an office job. That would be funny. That's Batman's job. Oh... Why why don't we see that in the new Batman movie? Batman does kind of have an office job when you think about it. I mean, he's a CEO of a company, right? So right. he just oh, doesn't industry. seem to ever do anything with as right. CEO. Yeah, right. isn't that what most CEOs do? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, not a I mean, lot. Got... Get paid a lot. Turn up a bit. In the <laughs> movies and stuff, he seems to go to a lot of like uh, social functions. That's yeah, yeah. What That's a hard job. life. Yeah. Oh. What's your oh. job, party attender? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so backs of reefer madness. So they're in Bossman's office. There's Jack and Bossman, and a guy <laughs> walks in that wants to talk to the boss. Um, he's called Pete, something as he is mentioned, and he's not happy about selling two-bit pieces to kids. And he's sort of complaining, you know, saying that he's, he was all right when he was selling rotten gin. Or gone off gin, but he's not happy selling little bits to kids and not making much money and all the rest of it. Now, the yeah, boss gives I, him... I, I, I have a question. What the fuck is rotten gin? Is it gin that has gone out of date? I'd assume it'd be gin that the seal wasn't right on, or that has gone out of date, uh, yeah. Because well, if it's, when you make, it doesn't when you last... Make, when you make liquor, you can make it uh, incorrectly so that it has... Uh, what it some type of methane or something in it so mm-hmm. uh, and it can kill you if you uh drink the wrong if you do it incorrectly so yeah. really? and the way gin's made as well gin's all it's just distilled pure alcohol isn't it right it's like you use a vodka or something you distill it and add fruits and stuff to it which also with spices and fruits and stuff like that they could go off and taint it as well as if you've done it wrong don't mess with my gin 
But yeah, so Pete's, he, Pete's not happy about selling two-bit pieces to kids. And the boss tells him that he can retire permanently. Mm. And Pete sort of decides not to die and <clears throat> walks out saying, well, I only wish you had a couple of kids so I could. And boss cuts in, get out. And he does. And the boss tells Jack that his stuff will be ready now. Um, Danny sorted it out. So he goes and we see him again as he walks back out of the building where the box which is, again, this is, these packages that they're carrying around are all really big it's and suspicious weird. and b- bizarre. Um, Jimmy's wouldn't, just smoked. Like in real life, wouldn't you be stopped in the streets if you were ca- carrying this? I don't yeah, know, it just looks like a cardboard box in. to me. But. It Sorry? does, but it just, it's weird. I don't think, I don't know if, maybe they were just carrying things around in cardboard boxes in the 30s. Yes, Because <laughs> if you were doing it constantly, he'd just be the cardboard box carrying man. Like, what a weirdo. Why has he always got a box in his hand? What's he doing? <laughs> Mug him, find out. Oh, right, we're going we're gonna to have some adventure now. So Jack's, he's got his box, goes to Jimmy in the car, and Jimmy's just smoked that cigarette which clearly wasn't a cigarette, even though I didn't see the smoke being a different colour, because he just finishes it as we get there. Jack warns him to drive carefully, and uh, he drives completely mental, crazy speeds of nearly 50 miles an hour. Almost 50 miles! Almost 50 miles an hour, I know, good God. It's nearly a mile a minute, but not. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Slightly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's going breakneck speeds. He runs a stop sign because he's driving crazy anyway. Runs a stop sign and runs a man over and drives off. Oh, well, I say he runs a man over. He runs over a big sack by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> a man shaped sack. Oh, it did not look like a man at all. No. So, yeah, when you're on marijuana, just so you know, you start driving really erratically. You don't care if anybody's seeing you and you can do a hit and run and just leg it off. Many years ago, Tilly, many years ago, before I was uh, a Christian and then became an atheist again, I I, uh, have driven so many miles high on marijuana that I, I can't count it. I never dry, driven like that. I promise. Oh, I can fully believe you. I can't remember what the comedian was called, but he was saying about the difference between drink driving and smoking and driving. Well, smoking weed and driving. Like drink driving, you're whatever. I don't care. Smoke driving, you're going at twenty miles an hour. You're watching mm-hmm. everything that's going on. You're in all your mirrors to make sure that the police aren't following yeah. you. You're making sure you're not breaking the rules. You're in all the lines. You're just perfect. Yep. yep. That's you know. That's what paranoia gives you. It's a heightened sense of, ah, don't do anything wrong, they'll know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, <laughs> like we've said, Jimmy's smoking that blue that blue weed. It's got that blue smoke. So <laughs> this, is, oh, yeah. this is some hard stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, to- totally. <laughs> so he's, he's now done a hit and run because of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And we get Mary at the table. I've just realized it's uh, ironic that she's called Mary. I wonder if her middle name's Jane. Um, uh, <laughs> the irony. Uh, oh, I'm gone. No, her brother's called Jimmy, so it's Mary James. Uh, Ace. Uh, right, so uh, 
Um, Mary's sitting at the table. Mum comes in and moans at her for not eating her breakfast and um, says that Jimmy hasn't been around much, which, you know, considering he just ran a guy over. Um, the mum also suggests that Mary talks to Bill about him changing because he's being all weird and not seeing her and things. And Jimmy comes in. They're all sort of, yeah, he's there. And mum goes out. Jimmy starts talking. No, Mary starts talking to Jimmy about his changing attitude, which is a bit mm-hmm. confusing because she's just talked to her mum about talking to Bill about his attitude. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. It would be sort of a, well, something's going on with both of them. Surely yeah. you'd you'd assume that. Um, but yeah, Jimmy doesn't want to talk or say anything. He says, you know, he's, he's fine and whatever. And now we're at the Federal Office's Bureau of Investigation. Mm. Super serious now. And there's a man... I, this is Dr. Carroll, isn't it? That's telling right. one of the agents that there is definitely an organisation that's selling narcotics at his school and other schools. And bum, says, bum, bum. You government men have got to find some way to put an end to it. Which was one <laughs> of my favourites. Just that you government men go mm-hmm. and be government men and do it. And uh, the agent just sort of explains that it grows in every state. So there's no sort of controlling it as it passes along state lines and that the only way to control it really is to educate the children and the parents to educate their children which is maybe why this film was made um (laughs) you think maybe i think that might have been a bit of a you know they're they're letting us in on things there Uh, the fbi guy tells him about a 16 year old boy who was addicted to marijuana and killed his whole family and because yeah, and a reefer smoking seventeen year old girl found with five men. <gasps> oh. And then the, the agent gives Dr. Carroll these files. Like, why is an FBI guy giving a high school <laughs> principal or whatever he is I FBI documents? Like, I thought this was like, yeah, it was uh, information <laughs> on those cases to to scare kids into not. Not smoking marijuana. Marijuana, yeah. I mean. Marijuana. It is, but you still don't go giving files out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go directly from this. We've got Dr. Carroll again um, with Bill in Dr. Carroll's office. And Dr. Carroll's worrying about Bill being an addict and asks him quite a few times, and Bill's not having any of it. He's denying it all and just saying that, you know, he's got, he's got some stress about something going on at home or something. And Dr. I'm kind of worried sure. that I'm kind of worried that Bill may be a ventriloquist dummy come to life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I would be worried about if I was his principal. But <laughs> yeah, find the guy that made him as well. <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me! So yeah, Dr. Carroll says, you know, let's Bill know that if he changes his mind. He can go and see him and he can talk to him and all the rest of it. And we cut to <laughs> and we cut to Mary, who's at the tennis courts, um, waiting around, looking a bit bored, like she's been waiting a while. And a guy called Teddy comes up, asking her to play, and she says that she's um, waiting for somebody. And he informs her that if she's waiting for Bill, she should really stop, because he's not been there for a few weeks. Mm. Mm. He been? He's, 
he's been he's been all distant. He's not been turning up. Oh dear, his character's changed. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, I know. We we'll never guess what happens next. Serious. Oh, oh, I'm a bit scared. Might get super serious. Especially now we're back in May's apartment, where Blanche is being crazy again and encouraging everybody to dance. Um, Bill dances with her, and. We go to May in the kitchen, who's making a drink, and Jack comes in commenting that the uh, new, kid, new kid isn't taking long to catch on. And May is getting sick of Jack. You can really tell she's getting annoyed of him. He just turns up and goes straight into a fridge, sorts himself out some food, and she's like, uh, you know, what, what are you doing? And he starts babbling on about these kids. I'd have probably kicked him in the face by now. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd have married him. <laughs> You would have married him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we go back into the uh, living room where they're all dancing. And Blanche and Billy dance to the bedroom and sort of go in. Like, they're clearly going in to do sexy times. But right. she's... Well, she takes off What is she doing? While, while they're going in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, she's sort of... Ah, ha, 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 and then stops and holds onto his arm and then... Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, they go in, and... And I think right here, oh no, Bill has a swell girl. Yeah, exactly. What about poor Mary? She's swell. and She's totally yeah. swell. She's the swellest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we see them two sort of, you know, she takes his jacket off and lies on a chaise lung and says, come on, Bill, about 18 times. And yeah, it's very, very, it's the worst sex scene I've ever seen. Um. And we go back into the living room with, I'm sure Jimmy's on the piano. And there's Jimmy and a girl. I put, they're acting like they're on speed, coke or pills. They are not on marijuana. They're, they're <laughs> no. bouncing around. He's playing the piano really fast. And yeah, she's woo. No, not happening. Don't believe it. Um, and Ralph's sitting there smoking with his special coloured smoke, looking really mental. And again, everybody around smoking has all got different different smoke going on and that was where i stopped luke right so this is going to be the longest show ever um (laughs) yep all right so uh back at jimmy's house the police show up and they're talking they're asking about the hit and run they're asking mary about um about uh the car because they trying to track it but they got the license plate number wrong or not enough of it, but they're tracking it to this house somehow. But Mary lies to protect her brother. Uh, back at the soda shop, Mary is asking around about Jimmy, trying to find out where he is so she can ask him about the, the what the hit and run. And the soda jerk guy says that he's at May's house. Uh, so Mary goes to May's house, and Ralph meets her at the door. And he, she wants to know... Uh, where Jimmy is, uh, but Ralph kind of just like brings her in and uh, sits her down on the couch. It says Jimmy will be back in a little bit, and he kicks these two kids out uh, of the room. And I I wrote Ralph kicks these two drunk kids out. What were they sleeping there all night? I'm confused as to what yeah. time of day it is right now. Yeah, I don't think we get to know what's going on with the actual time. 
Right. We never see actually anybody drink alcohol, but these two kids are acting like they're drunk when they walk out. They're like stumbling and stuff. Yeah. So Ralph uh, tricks Mary into smoking some weed by saying, hey, you want a cigarette? But not actually telling her what kind of cigarette this is. Mm. But she somehow doesn't notice the um, bright purple smoke that comes out of her mouth. So that yeah. might have been a dead, dead giveaway. <laughs> You'd have thought the taste and smell would do it. If it wasn't for the bright purple smoke, you'd have thought yeah, the, the other smell, things. She would have at least said, oh, this is an interesting cigarette. What kind of, what brand is this, right? Yeah. Not just, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. So we come back to the bedroom with uh, Blanche and Bill. And Bill's like, it's obviously the next morning now. Cause, and Blanche is acting all drunk uh, or hungover. And, and Bill she's passed out upset. in a dressing gown. As well. She's passed out like they've just finished having sex and she's passed out. But she is now fully clothed in something else. Yeah, and they're on, the, and she's on the exact same couch she was on when they cut away from this scene. So, yeah, yeah. none of it works. Um, <laughs> it was like they just cut the scene like, and then started. started they're like, all right, Jimmy, go to the window and cut and keep rolling. All right, go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So we go back to the living room, and Ralph, uh, Ralph and Mary are smoking now, and Mary's all giggly uh, because of the marijuana, marijuana. And um, we in the kitchen, uh, May and Jack are in there ha- having a drink. They're having some liquor. And let's see uh, what happens next. Oh, right, Ralph gets all fresh, and he's. Trying to rape Mary now for some reason. Yeah, that got really intense really fast. (laughs) (laughs) But Bill hears the commotion from her screaming because Ralph is trying to like rip off her clothes. Uh, Oh right, no, Bill just walks out. He doesn't hear the screaming or anything. That's that was I was confused about. Right, he's completely (laughs) deaf. Right. She's screaming and like he's just on the other side of a door, but he doesn't hear any of it. But he walks out and he's in his marijuana haze. He thinks that Mary and Ralph are making out. Uh, So he freaks out and attacks Ralph. And Jack hears them fighting. So he comes out of the kitchen with a gun, but he's like holding the gun to hit like hit him in the head, not shoot him like he's holding the holding the butt of the gun to like hit hit somebody with um but bill grabs the gun gun goes off and hits mary but the way the way it's shot like the where the gun is and where mary gets shot there's no possible way the bullet the trajectory of the bullet could have hit her the way it did because they would have had bendy ones fighting on the ceiling for it to shoot her <laughs> <the way. laughs> That's it. Unless and she was sat backwards on the sofa, not looking at what was oh, stood backwards it, on the sofa. There we have it. There we have it. But she would have had to have been like lying kind of down in front of the sofa because they're on the ground wrestling with the gun. Oh, yeah. and then she would have had to have gotten shot, climbed back up on the sofa. And <laughs> <down>. <laughs> so oh, the uh, reaction faces, though. Right. They're, they all are like, oh, my gosh, she, uh, the gun went off and uh, Jack gets the gun from Bill and hits Bill in the head, knocking him out. And they're all freaked out uh, because Mary's dead. 
um, Jack uh, tells Ralph and Blanche the to, to take off and to forget that whatever they saw here. And he puts the gun in Bill's hand and then wakes Bill up and tells him that he killed Mary. Uh, and Bill believes him and he freaks out and he starts crying. And uh, Jack and May go into the corner and they start discussing their an alibi, how they're going to frame uh, Bill and then not talk about it and just let Bill take the rap for the murder. <clears throat> um Back at the soda shop again, uh, Jack comes and finds Jimmy and tells Jimmy that he won't. He didn't tell the cops about the hit and run, and that uh, as long if he doesn't tell if he doesn't tell about Mary getting shot, right? Is it that what happened here? Yeah. If he doesn't say anything about what happened with Mary, then that guy won't say anything about what happened with the hit and run. Right. Uh, or, or at least like, don't say about, don't tell the cops if they come and talk to you about May's house. Don't tell them anything. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So we get a new like, uh, the uh classic like newspaper uh graphic where it has like the title of uh they cut away from the scene they go to like a newspaper graphic and the title on the newspaper says Harper's marijuana sly- slaying trial opens uh so we go to a courtroom and this is obviously bill's trial for his murder for murdering mary and um the doctor or the principal he is testifying against bill and he's yeah. kind of a big jerk <laughs> yeah he's been a character yeah. witness but defaming his character yeah i guess so and these are these are his examples of why he believes that uh bill was on marijuana because bill he missed a tennis ball by almost two feet when he was playing hey 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 i had never played tennis in my entire life i'm pretty sure i would miss it by more right but apparently bill was a really good tennis player but now he misses it by almost two feet and um when they were doing a an important discussion on romeo and juliet bill laughed about it (laughs) <laughs> and those are his two reasons he thinks that Bill was smoking marijuana. <laughs> so yeah, because the- there's nothing funny about Romeo and Juliet. Right? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Shakespeare nothing never was Shakespeare. funny. Yeah. Um. So we go back to May's house, and I guess uh, Ralph and um, what's her name? Blanche? Blanche, right. I was going to say Agnes. But yeah, Ralph and Blanche are now hiding out at May's house so that uh, the cops don't get a hold of them, I guess. And Ralph is freaking out. He's all paranoid that uh, about uh, Mary getting murdered and him getting captured. And uh, Jack and May are in the other room, and they're super worried that Ralph is going to squeal. So Jack leaves to uh, see the boss, is what he says. So we go to the drug kingpin boss's office, and Jack and the boss uh, decide Ralph is a liability. And without saying it in so many words, they agree, oh, we, you know, they say, we got to take care of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take care of him. Like, like the mob takes care of people. 
Right. Oh. So I go to the courtroom and the they showed the entire prosecution's final arguments. Yeah, I, I love. Don't that. ever get to see the defendant's arguments at all. No. <laughs> so that's I fair. Yeah, I, they I, didn't think that, I think the defendant said, uh, he was high, he doesn't know, uh, 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 something like well, that. Probably could, he, he said he was guilty, didn't he? He pled guilty because he yeah. thought he did it. The, yeah, maybe they were like, we can't try him as an adult because he's barely a real boy. That made me with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Luke. Do not go. Pinocchio. 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 Yeah. So we uh, we go um, uh, we go to the jury uh, deliberating, and it's an eleven for conviction and one uh, not conviction. And the man, the one guy who's against it, he he's questioning whether Bill is sane enough to be at trial because he was smoking <sighs> marijuana. Yeah. And then <laughs> this part is really weird. The one guy disagrees with him, and it seems like at at some point he's going to go. All right, maybe maybe you have a point, but then the drawstring in the window um, that goes to the curtain like turns into a noose, like, and then all and the guy who uh, seemed like he was going to turn leaf all of a sudden is like, nope. Let him die. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And they all, yeah. So they go back to the courtroom and Bill's found guilty. And then I wrote in really big letters right here, I got a headache. <laughs> because at this point I had to literally stop watching this because I it, this gave me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so I came back to it. Uh, May's, we're at May's house and Ralph is a... Uh, I wrote Jones in for some reefers because that's what he... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and May uh, gets some for him, uh, and Ralph is freaking out because he want he wants to know where Jack is, and Blanche says, "Oh, I'll calm you down. I'll play a song for you, Ralph." And Ralph wants her to play the song faster. And this is like the classic scene that everybody's seen a million times, where he's like, "Play it faster! Play it faster!" So Jack comes back. And Ralph just instantly knows that Jack is going to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. Don't really yeah, know he's how. psychic with the marijuana. Makes you yeah, psychic. So. Right when Jack walks in, Ralph is just like, I know what you're here for. You're here to kill me. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Right. And Ralph attacks Jack with a, what looks like a fire poker, like for a fireplace. And he kills him. And, and we get a quick side shot of a neighbor calling the police. And then the cops come in and arrest Ralph and they arrest May and they arrest Blanche. And we get like a police interrogation uh, montage of May. Uh, them breaking down May and her deciding to squeal on everybody. And we get an arrest montage of like with uh, newspaper headlines of people being arrested. Uh, and one of the newspaper headlines says, Harper case gang leaders captured. So I guess mm-hmm. this means the drug boss guy it 
him and his associates, I guess, got arrested. Him and him and Pete that didn't want to sell. Oh right, two Pete. I forgot. How did I forget about Pete? Don't yeah. forget Pete. Oh Pete. Oh poor Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in the judges' chambers, which we know that this—that's what this is, because they cut to a sign on the door that says "Judges' <laughs> Chambers," and um, May is now squealing about Jack killing Mary. Uh, and not, and it wasn't Bill. She's saying uh, Jack was the one that did it, <gasps> and which I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. Even from watching it, weren't they both holding the gun, and it was a kind of an accident that the gun went off? Was yeah, it? I mean, yeah, it wasn't I can still kind of blame Bill and also, also blame Jack. Well, but Jack brought the gun, and Jack attacked Bill with the gun. I guess, but and Ralph Bill was trying to rape Mary when they were wrestling with it. That's when it went off. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. It just seems like they're both at fault to me. Uh, but ju- the judge clears Bill of all of his murder charges because she just said this. Um, so he has a lot yeah, in this criminal. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, if I was a judge in this case, I'm not sure I would believe her. Yeah. Why like, would I? This woman that's been having all these kids in her apartment to sell them drugs. He just takes her word for it, and that's good enough for him. So, uh, Oh, yeah, May's not going to (laughs) lie. Right. No no investigation needed or anything before we decide that we clear Bill of all charges. But they just decide to do that. So they send May to jail, and she starts having a flashback of the rest of the movie that we just saw. Mm -hmm. And she... Uh, she gets, I guess she's guilty because she sold drugs to kids, and so she jumps out like a five story window. Yeah, fifth story, four story window, something like that. Tall window. She jumps out, yeah. commits suicide. High enough. So we go back to the courtroom, and judge frees Bill, uh, the judge free, frees Bill, and after uh, Bill's freed, his whole family is like all super happy. Oh, we're so happy for you, Bill, even though you kind of shot shot somebody. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but they bring in Ralph, and Ralph now looks like a completely insane person, and his hair's all messed up, and he's all like tweet, like uh, twitching, like a like a tweaker kind of. And Ralph is. They decide that he can't. Uh, he's he's not fit for trial, so they send him. They say he should be sent to a psychiatric hospital for life. That's their. That's what <laughs> they think. That's what they think. That's. Well, hang on. how long have they had him? Have they just literally got him from the apartment and got him straight in there? How long does yes. marijuana last? Uh, well, he's gone completely bonkers now. Like he's gone off the deep. He's just gone. Thing. Yeah. All right. So but it has the same effects as like acid and stuff. Generally, the idea in psychiatric care is not to be like, oh, this person is never, ever, ever going to get better, so we'll put them in there for life. Like that's yeah. not a real great way to think about <laughs> mental care. <laughs> Yep. So, um, we go to the principal's office, uh, I think, and we're with the uh, principal or doctor, what's his name? What did you have? Carol. Dr. Carol, right. And he does a speech uh, to, the, to the parents that are there, and it says, uh, he, at the end, he breaks the fourth wall, and he says, this could be a story about your kids or yours or yours. And they looks right at the camera and points at the camera and says, or yours. And then we get a graphic over the top of him pointing and it says, tell your children. And then we get a, the end graphic. That's the end of the movie. 
And that all yours, all yours, all yours bit is at the end of the foreword as well. Right at the beginning, yes. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah, come on. I Watching it when taking notes is so much different than... Because I had seen it in the past, but I don't think I ever actually like really paid attention to it because I was probably watching it in more of an ironic way just to make fun of it at the time. Yeah. Or, or you were high on marijuana. I think I've I think there's a riff track out there of it that I've watched. I love the riff track. I, right. I've listened to the riff track. Um, but if you have seen this movie and you haven't seen actually Reefer Madness, the musical, you should actually... Oh, uh, it's hilarious. I thought it was really dumb, but I don't like musicals. But I, I've seen most of it. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Okay. It came out at the same time as like a few other movies that they were trying to do the musical thing with where it was supposed to be like a sing-along thing um and i was not i was not too impressed by it but that was <laughs> you were not singing along no i was not <laughs> i liked it oh i mean yeah it, it, everybody's got a different thing you know but i'm just not a huge fan of musicals i guess but uh what was the other, it was when they came out with a few different ones that were supposed to be designed for you to sing in the theater and that was one of the, those movies so mm. like mamma mia right or what was um, the one with john travolta it was the remake of the john waters movie why well, can't i remember the name of it oh yeah hairspray hairspray right those all kind of yeah. came out at the same time those they some of them even uh I, I was working in the movie theater at the time so I remember getting one, we got it, and, and then we got a different version of the same movie, and it had the um, the lyrics to the song yeah. uh, running down at the bottom of it so people could sing along even. so I yeah. imagine the type. The Rocky Horror, they do them a few times a year with the sing-along versions and what? Chicago. And... Good, so. It is. But hey, Tilly, have you watched a movie this week and you can actually say yes? I have! I watched a whole movie and it was shorter than most of the documentaries I watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also watched uh, three movies this week. Uh, I want to begin with what I think is going to be a movie of the year when uh, the year is ending. And uh, that is actually the Jungle Book. It finally came out this week. And it's really good. Hmm. I super enjoyed it. I saw something recently about the animation, how they did it. There's a thing online on, I think it was on YouTube I watched. It's pretty interesting. Right. Uh, and I was supposed to see the movie that we were going to talk about uh, uh, in Two Second Suicide Squad this week. But what happened was when we were at the movies, I saw that Big Friendly Giant was coming in 3D. And it has it had the original... Uh, it wasn't dubbed into Norwegian. Oh, wow. So I I switched my tickets to that, and I give that maybe eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really want to see it. I love yeah. the book. It did get a lot of press. I think it got buried by another movie when it came out. I remember um, 
It's Steven Spielberg. Right. Yeah, I remember it not doing as well as people expected it to in the theater. Right. I I really liked it. And uh, the <laughs> I, I I laugh uh, when I think about it. Uh, the the last um, uh, movie I've uh, <laughs> seen this week. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, it was thirteen cameras, thirteen cameras from two thousand and fifteen. And I am not going to tell either of you uh, about it because I'm going to make that uh, challenge to next week that you see 13 cameras, the both of you. Okay. And All it's right. from 2015. Right. I've written it down. All right. Luke, have you watched the movie this week? Uh, yeah, I went and hung out with my little nephew, little two-year-old nephew and we watched uh, the good dinosaur because it's his favorite mm. movie he's mm-hmm. at that age where he what they want to watch the same movie over and over and over and over and over again and this is what, the one he's seen like a million under times. seven <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um, it's a good movie though right and there's this part one the part with uh towards the end uh with the family and he cries at it every single time apparently <clears throat> So, but it's it's good. I like some of the animation is really amazing. Um, yeah, I really. It's like strange because the they have this really beautiful animation, and then parts of it are they do it all goofy looking. So mm-hmm. very, very weird. But I liked it. Yeah, uh, it's a simplistic story, but it's a kids movie. So what what, do you, what are you going to say? So. Cool. Uh, now we are going to talk about Suicide Squad. Gentlemen, ladies, what if Superman had decided to fly down, rip off the roof of the White House, grab the president right out of the Oval Office? It's a good question. I guess, but even Superman couldn't just rip the roof off of the building. Yeah. Because it's in pieces. So that just doesn't make sense. I love the music in this trailer. I want to build a team of some very bad people who I think can do some good. Y'all jokers must be crazy. How did I not know Will Smith was in this till like two weeks ago? (laughs) Really? (laughs) I just totally, I don't know, avoided knowing that somehow. I don't think it's a positive. I didn't know what this was. You got a boyfriend? What? I know. I heard loads of people have mentioned Suicide Squad and stuff, but I hadn't actually seen anything about it or knew what it was. I just knew it was a film. I'm super stoked. That's kind of strange. I usually don't get excited by superhero movies, and I really want to see this. I swear these are sort of anti-heroes, aren't they? I was going to say, this is a super villain movie more. Yeah. Right. Jared Leto's in it though. Always down with a bit of Jared. Yeah, and I liked uh, the lady Margaret uh, Robbie that plays. Uh, right. Plays, yeah, she's uh, had the best reviews. Yeah. Follow quick. I thought yeah. suddenly. Ah, yes! Lightning! Would it be frightening? <laughs> 
I was just trying to get you there. You know how it feels, right? We good. <laughs> Follow me, boys. <sighs> Will Smith just throws me out a little bit. What am I, 12? How about you, hot stuff? It's a bit. It's a bit of an odd pick for something like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like everybody else seems like well perfectly cast, and then Will Smith just seems out of place to me for some reason. But uh, so Suicide Squad, uh, uh, Luke, what is it about? Oh right, I'll, I'll talk about the trailer before I do oh. that real quick. Did you see? I saw a story yesterday that there is an uh, somebody suing uh, the makers of Suicide Squad, I guess it would probably be the producers, um, uh, for false advertising because of the trailers, because they said the trailers um, make it look like Joker is in most of the movie, and apparently he's not in very much of the movie. So, somebody's suing that about him look like he's in most. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, Maybe there was another apparently trailer. Some, somebody did, and they're suing for false advertising, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, but this movie, uh, figuring they are all expen expendable, the U.S. intelligence office, uh, oh, a U.S. intelligence officer decides to assemble a team of dangerous incarcerated supervillains for a top secret mis mission. So this got a uh, seven out of ten on IMDb and get ready for it. Twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. But look at the audience score. It has a seventy one percent audience right. score. Right. So, but uh, that's because a lot of people like superhero movies on the internet. I'm just and, yeah saying. Right. I'm yeah. Me too. And, and the tomato meter comes from you know film reviewers who are reviewing it as uh, what quality of film it is. I guess. So that's where the, that difference comes from. And again, uh, online petition, a couple of petitions were started to shut down uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Did anybody see this? No. The, they started a petition to shut it down over negative reviews about Suicide Squad. So people silly. <laughs> Very silly. Where have you uh, stolen your review from, Tele? Rotten Tomatoes. Let's hope it doesn't get shut down. Um, Caroline S, or Caroline's, and it's just squished it down a bit, gave it one and a half stars, saying, horrible, almost non-existent dialogue with some of the corniest one-liners in cinema history. First half of the movie seemed to focus more on the soundtrack than plot advancement, while the second half lost its humour and became melodramatic and sentimental. Easily one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Do yourself a favour and wait for the DVD release. Or even better, skip it altogether and save yourself some money. Yay! Luke! That's what she said. Right, I went to the Facebook page for the movie Suicide Squad page again, and I got one from a guy named Michael Parasser. Parasser. Yes, Michael sure. Parasser. And he says, The plot wasn't very good. There were too many characters sharing the spotlight. Uh, Harley Quinn was focused on primarily for her sex appeal, and Joker was advertised a lot but had minor roles in the movie. Deadshot was a decent character. An entertaining movie, yeah, but not a good one. 
I found my review on Rotten Tomatoes as well from Jan. Jan. Y A N N. Jan. 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 Jan L. One of my worst movies. Uh, she gave it half a star. One of my worst movies ever. I'm a comics and movie superhero fan, and I never mind if a movie is comic accurate or not. Nor do I care about Marvel DC War. Let's face it, this movie is trash. Actors are boring, except uh, Jail Court. Jail Courtney and Will Smith. Harley Quinn only shown cliche scenes with everyone looking at her like she was a child. Killer, uh, she was a child. Killer Croc is badly played, and Captain Boomerang almost never use a boomerang. <laughs> Katina and and an actress were nice though. The supervillain is really hard. Uh, for them to beat, he just can't. Uh, the super villain is really too hard for them to beat. He can just kill like thirty people uh, people in one punch, but not Harley Quinn with a baseball bat. But by chance, they uh, brought a bomb installed by a submarine squad. What the fuck were they uh, waiting uh, in the bus stop near? In a city where 60,000 people disappeared in mere hours, question mark? With one second timer, it was suicide uh, mission at last. Oh, if it oh, oh, if it only was soldier. I don't understand this. Um, and this, uh, this, uh, they tried to turn the story to a, we are bad guys, but never asked for it uh, because people hate us. So now we are best friends. Shit, the things. <laughs> Excuse me. Are we supposed to uh, to be the worst criminals on earth? The Joker really, really, really sucked. His scene is like a montage. Uh, if he has. Uh, unable to play more than 50 seconds straight on screen. And I am not even starting to compare him to Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson Joker here. The storyline is dumb, the plot doesn't make sense, the actors are mostly sucks. I recommend it to somebody who's stubborn DC fans who like to bash Marvel or a childish-minded adult who doesn't care if a movie makes sense as long as Harley Quinn is there half-naked. That was a long one, Ang- yeah. Angry with one. <laughs> yeah, nobody seems... I mean, a lot of the reviews I see are bad. So I think the only people I see liking it are people who are going, oh, it's entertaining, I, I like DC. Yeah, they're like, yeah. that's it. So. Yeah. And I'm going to see it next Tuesday, so we will. See. I will probably see it as well. But we should have known when this got bumped uh, a few months. I think yeah. it was supposed to come out towards the beginning of the year, and it got bumped till now. So uh, we should have known then that this was not going to turn out great. But I'm 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 excited to see it. So so let's hear the brain dead episode intro music. I don't know why you are so worried. Everything is fine. 
Rochelle and Gustav found the right solution just in time. Some drinking and some dancing and some awkward sex, and now the bugs are gone. Remember Gustav heard the hearing aid that squawked and how he theorized high frequencies or how the space bugs talk. Well, now he's modified an iPhone and can find them when he walks around D.C. By combining long-tone LC capacitors with crystal resonators, Gustav found he could maintain good frequency stability by cross-canceling mutually destructive sine waves. Let's just check every cherry blossom tree. That was the Brain Dead intro music. Did you like it this week, uh, Tele? It was back to normal. Yeah, it was a much better. Yeah, me too. Much improved. Uh, I will say that I actually hate this episode maybe even more than last time. And, oh, really? Uh, I like yeah. this episode. Oh, I, I think this is even more silly when it comes to... Oh, that, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I read something um, recently. Let me find it real quick. It says... Uh, Somebody was talking about the show online, and somebody was saying, "Oh, I, I, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously." And somebody was saying, "Oh, that's why I don't like it is because it doesn't take itself seriously enough." And somebody mm-hmm. else responded saying, "It's like Mars Attacks meets House of Cards." Yeah, I like that. So I think that's just how you have to yeah. go into it thinking uh, it's not. This is not going to take itself seriously, even though it kind of acts like a serious show. So yeah. <clears throat> This week's episode title, uh, The Power of Euphemism, How to to- how Torture Became a Matter of Debate in American Politics. <laughs> <laughs> that fits. Yeah. Makes but, sense. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I liked the intro music and then I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be uh somewhat uh, explanationable uh but we begin uh at the end of the last episode where uh, she's uh, telling uh, Luke no sorry <laughs> she's telling Garrett that uh, she believes that uh, there are aliens eating people's brain and making people stupid and we see see him saying oh like we did last week or, huh. Right, we get the same thing that happened last week from a different angle, kind of, so. Right. And uh, they talk about, uh, uh, a lot about, uh, uh, back and forward, about uh, if he saw something coming out here air the other week. And uh, you see her looking at people that are looking at her. And uh, she's trying to uh, say to Garrett that uh, they are looking at her because she's uh, uh, being followed, more or less, by ants, ant people. Right? Yeah. Right. And how do and, uh, you explain that I'd not sound crazy? And uh, she says, uh, she explains that uh, uh, everyone that are listening to this, are listening to the, uh, what what music is it by the cars? I always you forget. Might, you might think by the cars. You might think by the cars, yeah. Yeah, come on, Tilly. Did anybody notice on, on wrestling this week when Jer- Jericho's got this new gimmick where he says, uh, 
uh, you're going to get it, and then he'll and they'll go, "What's it?" And he says, "It." Mm-hmm. Right. That's yep. from episode two of the show. Remember yeah, Scarlet? Did he? Do you think yep. Jericho took that right from the show? I think he did. Yeah, probably. I think, yep. He seems like a brain dead fan. Right. So Garrett is uh, trying maybe to understand what she's talking about. I don't think she he believes her. Well, what do you would think? You? No. Me either. Well, actually, I'll probably go along with it just to find out because I'm a bit curious about everything. Right. <laughs> he's, definitely unsure. he's definitely unsure about it, but he doesn't want to seem like he doesn't trust her. So he's trying to stay in the middle a bit, it seems. Yeah. Right. And then we see Monk uh, calling uh, Garrett, and uh, we, we see that he explains that she's out with uh, the girl. And uh, then he gets... Sorry. Oh, I had something in my nose that was a chick. Um, uh, he calls on uh, Extra. I don't know. Do we get his name? Well, oh, the, I didn't um, write it down, but they did the say... Intern. Yeah, they say his name, but I just don't remember it. Isn't that let's Danny? Call him, yeah, let, let's call him the Extra. <laughs> and uh, and uh, then we see... Uh, oh, one his of name's the Mike. That's what. Okay, okay, uh. Mike. And then we see a bug coming out of uh, Monk's head, and a much bigger bug than we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it says wings, and, and it's, it does. Like a, it's all hairy too. It's like yeah. the back end of it is all hairy. Yeah, and he calls Ooh. it to her. Yeah, so I think this is the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we see the extra is bringing um, some uh, uh, flowers. What are those flowers called again? Cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms. And then we see that this queen, I think it's a queen, is laying eggs in uh, the flower. Don't you agree? Right. Yeah. Eggs? They're all like yeah. clear, crystally. Looking, I kind of I wouldn't assume that necessarily it's the only queen, but it's no, 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 no. It's one of queen. Yeah, queen is. I think it's in the queen in his head. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's. Oh yeah, yeah. they've got their own colonies. His own head colony. Yeah. 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 Um. And then he asks this uh, Mike uh, to uh, to get his head down and <laughs> get the uh, and uh, bring those cherry blossoms home. Yeah, he feels his head, doesn't he? Feels it like a melon. Yeah, like he's feeling if his head's ripe. And then we see this uh, queen going into the air of uh, uh, monk again. So it's kind of strange. Yeah. Ugh. Then director or or one of the bosses. Yeah, uh, I'd say talk- FBI director. Yeah. Huh? Sorry. I would say FBI director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking to um, the FBI guy that got beaten by. Uh, uh, I I suddenly forgot her name. Lauren. Laurel. 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 
uh, yeah, Anthony or Tony is the guy's name. Yeah. And have you seen this big guy before? Uh, once when they were, uh, he was the one when she got brought into the FBI one earlier. Remember, he was the FBI agent that almost interrogated her in that other episode, but then ah. Luke showed up. Remember and pulled her out. Right, right, yeah, we, right. So we did see him then. I, I, I thought I noticed him before. And uh, yeah, they talk about uh, being uh, having terrorists and 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 bringing in uh, people for questions. And uh, uh, Anthony tells that uh, they need to talk to Laurel again. Then we see Monk. Uh, uh, drugging uh, in the gymnasium, and he talks to who? It's... No, that wasn't this is Mike, the was same. This was is the same guy. Yeah, this is the FBI director. Yeah. This is the FBI director, right? Yes. And we see this. We see this new guy, uh, Mike. Mike, training uh, with uh, uh, and uh, being. Um, Sporty people and trying to concentrate and trying to push weights. And he says, oh, my head hurts. My head hurts. And uh, then we see it exploding on the FBI director and Monk. So that was fun. I, the but, first time I saw this, did you... Uh, go ahead, Tilly. Sorry. Oh, I had a bit to say, so... Oh, so I was just going to say that it seemed that Red was very much encouraging the head explosion. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it seems like Red wanted this to happen, and he wanted it to happen in front of the FBI director specifically. Yeah. So that he could push his own agenda. So, mm. that, he could get, so that he could have uh, them bring in Laurel to be interrogated. So Then we see Meanie McMeanie face. I'm going to call him that, because that's his name. Uh, d- destroying a napkin. And uh, I didn't understand uh, that really. Why, why, why he was doing that? Yeah, it was destroying a napkin. Right. I don't. It was know. a strange shot, but yeah. But McMeany, um he uh, wants to talk to Laurel, and uh, uh, and uh, McMeany, uh says that he has questions for for her and. Uh, now he makes point of uh, seeing the, that horse arse that you were talking on the other episode. That uh, the it's right the, outside the, her window. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought of you. Oh, I did too. <laughs> yeah. So he asks her to stand, and uh, when she stands, he brings up like kind of strange. Um, handcuffs and i was thinking oh my gosh these are bugs people trying yeah. to get her to get yeah, bugs in her ear because he t- says uh, and he gives her electricity because she doesn't compel and uh, he, he hits goes, her with a stun gun is what he does yeah. and yeah the, these handcuffs are he he says that he's using them specifically because uh regular sweet. handcuffs yeah, are, are not as discreet, and he doesn't want because they're they're at the Capitol building. He doesn't want people seeing somebody being walked out like that. So right, but white so giving, cable ties look normal. Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, yeah, uh, 
But those are pretty normal in America. Uh, uh, yeah. Police use those quite a bit here. So. Uh, and um, Mini Mac Mini Face says to Laurel, I'm sorry that I did this to you. Then we get the title. Then we see um, Crazy Gustav, uh, Gustav uh, going... Uh, Luke knows that I never know names, so that's why he's saying... Well, I can hear you pausing, trying to remember it, and then I go, all right, I'm just going to fill in the blank. (laughs) (laughs) Because Luke knows from the last episode that I try to remember. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, and we see Gustav uh, going uh, around in the world, writing down... Uh, where uh, these bugs are and aren't. And right. he's, got uh, he the, has... he's got the cell phone tracker that he was using um, to to check out the cherry blossoms in, in the last couple episodes. And now he's using it to track people. So. Right. So he tries to point it towards people's heads and see... Right. And he, well, he tracks, he tracks this one guy. Like, he finds yeah, and this it... one guy that has it and he follows him so in a taxi right and uh he goes into the uh the building uh where uh, the fbi guy no, no he goes this is, in, this is this definitely is, like a government building of some type because yeah, all the doors say building. yeah he's going down the hallway and the on the doors it's saying like senator this uh yeah. So senator that think, and then as he's pointing the cell phone thing at each door it's it's beeping so it yeah. what they're telling us here is like most of the government or at least the higher up higher ups in the government uh they all have bugs in their brain so they've all been got yeah and uh it, we see it works because suddenly the uh, uh, uh laurel secretary that we know has bugs in here. Here it comes, and the machine goes off. Beep, 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 beep. So it's kind of fun. Uh, then we see Laurel uh, in being investigated by another uh, a doctor, Doctor Cowell Mitchell. Was that his name? Did we skip a whole bunch of stuff right here? I think we just skipped a whole bunch of stuff. Did we? Yes. I could be wrong, but this is, uh, oh, right. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just missed the, the part where they, they go in, uh, to the office and because they're looking for Laurel, that's the part you missed. Uh, okay. he tries to call her, they go to the office. That's why they're at the office is because yeah. they're looking for Laurel, but they can't yeah. get a hold of her on the phone because and the secretary the come in. I said that. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, but uh, then he, she gets interviewed by this doctor that we've never seen before. Yeah, FBI agent of some type. Yeah, and uh, they go to a physical test of her. Um, they're they're just asking really weird questions, right? They're doing a physical, but they're asking like. Uh, do you have any heart palpitations or things like that? Uh, have you? Do you have a fear of water? Like, uh, what does he ask her? Out of one out of ten, what, what? Where would you rate your fear of water? Something like that. <laughs> right. And that would be rather disconcerting, given 
what she would know about things. Yeah, and uh, we go to like a summary, and the doctor says, "Like, yeah, she's mentally insane," and uh, we see Mini Mac Mini face uh, like uh, being there with uh, Anthony and the big dude. And uh, they discuss, uh, like, how to break her and how to, like, investigate her further. Uh, Can you try to take over for two seconds, Luke? Because I'm having huge problems with my computer, with my Mac. It's closing the window that I'm... I'm doing uh, the reference from all the time. So I have to st- open the document again and again and again, It's and it's closing. Hmm. Maybe Ooh. copy and paste it onto your desktop and try reading it yeah, from there. I, I'm um, let's see, where were we? I have no idea where I am, and I don't have any notes, so I'm just going to be going off of memory. Um, they were doing her medical thing, asking what her... Oh right, they go. They, yeah, they do the. Me- then they all do a meeting, and they basically agree that uh, they need to get approval from somebody to to uh, basically do torture, is what they're saying. But they call it a something Q, uh, a something Q order to uh, uh, from some from a higher up, like a senator or somebody, to uh, approve them doing this torture because they think she's a terrorist so yeah. they take her into this room with like a you know torture chair that they have strap her down um and she says uh to the camera that a- anthony's got bugs in his head right is that where they where she says this yeah yeah and the fbi director uh Oh, no, wait, that's not this part. This is the part where she says to the camera, uh, they just changed the the uh, the Senate group heads. Yeah. And so if you got it's approval like, it... from the the old Senate heads, then you have to get appro- approval from the new ones. And she knows this because Luke is one of the Senate, one of the heads yeah. now of this one of the new specific ones. group. Yeah. All right. Again, going completely out of my own head here. Um, we go to... Uh, where uh, we go to Red's office, right? Yeah, and it's Gareth meeting up with uh, the doctor and Gustav, and they're just wondering if he's seen Laurel anywhere, and they that she hasn't been around for hours, they haven't seen her anywhere, and he says he hasn't seen her anywhere. And Red walks in, and when Red walks in, uh, Gustav's phone device that tracks bugs goes off, and he's acting like, oh, uh, why is my phone doing this? This is weird. And, and of course, uh, then, yeah. uh, sorry, and of course Red looks at them and of course has to say, Black Lives Matter to me. <laughs> and then he goes, and then they leave, so. Yeah, uh, and I lost uh, the document, but I uh, have uh, I am playing uh, Brain Dead in the background now, so I will try to take it from here. But sorry if I'm a little confused because I 
it totally lost that document for some strange reason it deleted itself more or less but i will try it to take it from here um okay did you look in your trash can but... yeah i looked in my trash can hmm. i know what's wrong but uh, it's it's uh, something stupid uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway uh, so red comes in and the fbi director is visiting him with uh, 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 Luke standing there and uh, the a big guy, and uh, they are talking about getting uh, an order to torture uh, torture uh, her uh, sister without like telling her Luke that it's his sister, of course. Right. Yeah, they just they- say. It's- to do terrorism, don't they? Right. He right. asks like a little bit, and they're like basically say we can't divulge that information. So, but yeah, what it comes down to is Luke and Red are the two people that decide whether or not they're going to do the torture. So, right. And uh, then we see Anthony talking to Laurel, and Laurel likes asks Anthony about the bugs in his brain, and he he asks like uh, she asks, yeah. Does anybody else in the FBI have uh, bugs in their in their brain? And he's like, huh, "That's the funny thing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, need I'm the to. only one. Yeah, the other ones are so stupid that I. It's more or less that that he is saying the other people yes. are so stupid. Uh, and that they, that, I can just make them do whatever I want them to do. Yeah, right. And now she's telling the camera that Anthony has bugs in his brain. Of course. Right, and then they cut away to the doctor, like who's watching uh, a video feed from the other room, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, there might be some mental problems here." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, then we see um, Garrett coming to uh, Luke's office and asking him if he has seen Laurel. And he doesn't know where Laurel is. And Luke is beginning to think, maybe. Right? Uh, I mean, yeah. He's just wondering where she is, obviously. So, yes, he's thinking. Uh, Then we see uh, the big guy uh, calling uh, Luke's office. Uh, He wants to tell Luke that his sister is there. But he is afraid to do it. I think Luke called him, but yeah. No. Was it? I think okay. so. Yeah. Nice. I think I think he just answered the phone and it yeah, it looked like that. But okay. yeah. Luke called him to to find out and yeah, they do this little secretive back and forth here. Yeah. Is if my sister aren't there, don't answer in like five, five seconds and he counts backwards like five. Four, three, <laughs> two, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Well, so uh, we now uh, now he knows that it's Laurel more or less. Uh, then we see um, uh, the um, uh, assistant of uh, Luke uh, in, on the telephone. Uh, starting communicating through a wall and then he goes to the other side then he sees that uh, uh, the beings are communicating 
in uh, uh, towards each other, and All they right, don't so have the he you're talking about is Gustav because Gustav yeah, and the doctor in the office they see the uh, Scarlet, who's Luke's assistant. She's like staring at a wall, and they know that she has bugs because uh, Gustav has his phone that can tell she does, and he can tell there's somebody on the other side of the wall. So they walk walk to the other side of the wall, and they see this guy staring at the wall, so they know that these two are communicating. Right. Right. Then Luke calls the FBI director and asks him, is Laurel there? And the FBI director is like, who? What? I never heard about your sister. Your sister? As he's looking at it, as he's looking at a uh, video screen of his his, of Laurel in another room, he's sitting there just lying, like staring right at it. Yeah, very politician-y. I was like, wow, this reminds me of some politicians. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can see what you mean. Uh, But yeah, it's in it's it's really interesting. Uh, but uh, then we see Mini Mac Mini Face uh, trying to convince uh, her that she has to speak, and he is so mean. That's why I call him Mini Mac Mini Face because <laughs> he's so he's so. I just think he's cold. He like is somebody whose his job is to torture people. So. Uh, not only are they trying to kind of convince you uh, that he has bugs in his head without showing you, right. even though we kind of find out later that he doesn't, um, yeah. they're trying to make him seem weird enough that maybe he does. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, his his character is that of somebody who tortures somebody. So, of course, he's going to be a little cold and distant from human emotion. So yeah, he wouldn't be normal, bubbly, charming. Right. Hello, everybody. But he's such a good actor. Right. Yeah, this guy is good. I've seen him in a number of things. I just can't place him. Me too. Same here. Seen him in a bunch of things. And he has never played this. He was a priest in in a show, I remember. That he was kind of... Ugh. Yeah, uh, then we see the FBI like uh, talking about what to do. Then we see uh, Luke talking to Red about uh, voting uh, around this uh, um, order of torturing uh, Laurel without like mentioning her name, more or less. Uh, then we see Gustav and Dr. Leilady uh, going around outside uh, trying to find uh, uh, the people with bugs in their head are communicating in right they're trying to find out how they are communicating in in which kind of uh frequencies frequencies yes it is right well they they have some recorded they know they know what they're looking for they just are yeah they're going around trying to find find that frequency right right uh, then we go back to the meeting uh, about torturing Laurel, and the FBI director is there, and we see Luke asking, 
a lot a lot of questions about torture and uh, yeah wh- what it's all about and yeah he doesn't mention he he's kind of he's clever because because he he understands that he will kind of lose argument if he uh, says this is about my sister goddammit let her free right yeah. you understand what i mean so he's trying to get unemotional He's trying to be impartial. It's really clever how he does it. Right. And then the the big FBI agent guy passes him that the note, which uh, right. says, uh, ask about controlled immersion. Because he's asking, like, do you, he's basically trying to ask, do you guys waterboard? And the, guy, the FBI agent's like, uh, no, of course we don't. That's torture. We don't torture people. And then he's kind of gets around like okay well what do you do with water so and then uh, we see that uh, mini mac mini face are looking at this uh, voting on tv and uh, we see that laurel is strapped to a water t- torture machine <laughs> so what are they using water for <laughs> well this immersion stuff right yeah. they said that the difference they said at some point in this, the difference is the amount of water they use. Yeah, so. it, and this it goes from making you feel like talking, you're drowning. Right. And this cutting you're talking about, it's called Appendix Q. Okay. And then we go to this uh, big titted uh, lady on TV that's uh, trying to be Fox News. Torture? I hardly knew her. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of interesting. They talk about torture. Uh, on Fox TV. And you see this lady uh, being interviewed and she's like, shh, shh, no, 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 we can't talk about it. Then right. we... she's, she's asking her, what what should we do about torture? Like, uh, is it good? Is it bad? And that's what the host says. And the lady's like, maybe we should just not talk about it. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah. that's not going to solve anything. She's like, no, no. But what shouldn't we? No, that's Uh, then we see uh, uh, Luke being clever again, talking, uh, and with his back turned to Garrett, uh, that it's Laurel there holding, and we like see Garrett going outside. Then we see a lot of people like jogging around the the, uh, the building, and then we see uh, um, <laughs> uh Gustav tr- uh, trying out his frequencies and uh, suddenly he like hits the right uh, frequency and we see this like guy uh, walking towards them and he he tries to more or less uh, control him like a, a robot yeah all right well what what happened is they they realized that they have some recorded footage like I said earlier. So they take it and they go, well, it, we can we can track these people using the recorded frequency because or we can track these people from their frequency. What if we sent that frequency out of your phone at, like as a speaker? Uh, and so what they realized is whatever uh, whatever they recorded has uh, it has a specific message that they sent to this guy. Because he goes off running. Right. Right. The other way. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which we'll get this. into in a minute, but yeah, go ahead. Than it was before. Then we see uh, the meeting getting placed again uh, with one missing member, Mr. Hodgins. And they debate uh, torture. Then we see uh, Laurel's father talking to Luke. Uh, and uh, and we always seen that uh, like he has been kind of clever and smart when it comes to this. And uh, they discuss. Then we go back to uh, Gustav and the doctor lady, and they are still trying to find kind of uh, this frequency to see what it does with people. And Gustav says that he has an idea of of uh, how to control people. And we see that this runner that I have followed uh, now he can control him as a robot, more or less. Then uh, we go back and uh, they are controlling uh, Luke's uh, secretary, Scarlett, to get her hands up when she's taking the phone. And that is going to be a big part of this episode. Because right. so now what, th- what they're doing here is they have the recording... And they're right. cutting out, pe- like, they take half of it, and they see what that half does. And then they take the second half and see what that half does. And they say in this, they say, well, these must be specific words. And the doctor says, if we can get enough of these tones, we can figure out how they speak by figuring out what the words mean. Does that make sense? Mm, so I yeah. was kind of, I was looking into it going, okay, well, what do these two words mean that we get here? Right? Mm. So I figure the first word must be walk because they makes them walk forward, right? And then I guess the second word must be up. And it made sense to me because he recorded it uh, when the ants were going into Laurel's apartment and climbing up on top of the bed. Mm. So I think the words that are in this recording are walk up or something to that mm. effect. Mm. But, mm. So then we see they are uh, voting uh, around the order of uh, uh, either to torture uh, um, her or Laurel or not. Uh, I'm a little tired because this has been a long show and uh, I don't have my uh, notes in front of me. Uh, But we see them voting and it's big. Uh, all everybody is for it uh, almost. Then we see Mini Mac Mini Face getting ready to torture uh, um, her, but then suddenly everybody's voting against it as well. The people that have uh, <laughs> voted for are now voting against, except they're not holding up one hand, they're all holding up two hands. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I found out who this guy is, Meanie McMean Face. It says his name is Kurt Fuller. And you would not believe the stuff this guy's been in. Uh, the Running Man, uh, Ghostbusters 2. He was in No yeah. Holds Barred with uh, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recognize him from Ghostbusters 2. I believe he plays a cop. Yep. Right, maybe. Uh, L.A. Law. He was in an episode of Murder, She Wrote. He was in an episode of Knight Rider. He's been in pretty much everything, this guy. Malcolm in the Middle, he was in one episode. Uh, 
Oh, yes, he's the boss at the shop. Right, Anger Management, the movie he was in, uh, West Wing, the TV show he was in, Alias, oh, yeah. he was in House, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lost in Legal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this guy's been in everything, so. He was, he was a, a priest in Lost in House. Legal. Yeah, and he was a priest in, in uh, Lost in more Legal. Re- more recently, he's been in The Good Wife. Um, yeah, of course. Really good Psych. Show. Oh, yeah, right. Psych. He's the coroner <laughs> from Psych. That's where He's I know. The coroner. Yeah. Right. All right. Continue. Okay. Sorry, bro. We're uh, almost at the so- end here. So. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then we see uh, them voting, and we see that even uh, Monk must uh, have his two hands up. So. Right. Uh, and we see that he gets kind of flustered and. And uh, the voting is not going towards. And uh, uh, now that uh, everybody is like uh, getting up and walking around the building, and they are smashing into walls. And... Right. Because <laughs> Gustav's there. This is where we see Gustav with his phone, yes. like controlling we... all of this. Yeah, and uh, it gets like hysterically, and. Mean, mean face lets Laurel go and then he suddenly is this nice guy and he's like yeah I'm sorry that we've gone this far if we got to order I would torture you but hey you're a nice girl see you later no, he <laughs> says hey, you want a ride That's what yeah. yeah so <laughs> he mean, gives her a ride he gives her a ride to work Yeah, oh, it's so strange and then we see Gustav and the doctor, and they are hugging Laurel because Laurel now came out of this. And we see Garrett smiling and looking at her, and she hugs her brother Luke, and everybody's very satisfied. And then we see the father coming, and Gustav is pointing his cell phone towards the father, and we find out that the father. <laughs> Have bugs in his head. Oh no! And we leave this episode. I, right. I actually was really sad. Really? I mean, we have the. He's a very side character, but we liked him. Yeah, he's definitely been in the background, kind of uh, stirring up stuff, probably te- like telling Luke one thing when it when he should actually be doing the opposite, because Luke's been at. Asking it his his advice for the whole series, so yeah, it's the question he of could how have been long the original. If he had bugs in his brain, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I Luke. also found something yeah. interesting in this episode that uh, I didn't notice before, but um, the bugs went into Red's right ear, and the and the bugs went into Ella's left ear. Mm-hmm. 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 One is a Republican and one is a Democrat. It's a Democrat. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's... Very interesting. Yeah. How they choose. It could be that simple. Well, th- that and it make that explains why uh, they have two different su- viewpoints, Ella and Red, and why they're kind of battling against each other. So Right. But it's interesting. Yeah, because left and right brains do opposite things, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But it also goes with like uh, the you know left side of politics and the right side of politics. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Kind of cool. Luke, have you read anything this week? Uh, Best in the World by Jericho. Almost done with it. Pretty good. 
Um, yeah, it's their standard wrestling book, so there you go. And I haven't read anything because I have a PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> till and I once you get read... No Man's Sky, you won't read anything for, like, years. So I don't know. Uh, right. Tilly, have you read anything? Nope. No? No. But nope. if you want to read anything, do you really want to use your eyes? Aren't that, like, so 2016? That's true. And, and it's tiring like, as well. I... I always get in car crashes when I try to read and and drive. So how could I not get in a car crash, bro? I can save you, Luke. If you go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. It's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Or as still as it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. I'm going to call my auto insurance company and and maybe they'll reinstate me when they find out about Audible. Yeah. You can either do that or just throw your car away. Right. And and if you know how to read and write, you can send us an email to the citizen at gmail.com. Or as I say it. (laughs) <laughs> the yeah, digital or... citizen at gmail.com hey that sounds almost <laughs> like me <laughs> nearly oh, do you have anything you want to plug Tilly? Um, just the PDSA again the people's dispensary for sick animals mm-hmm. They, I may not have Poppy anymore but they did help her a lot in her seven years and they've helped me immeasurably so yeah go do a run around a park for them or something you want to do a sponsored and anything and if you are from the uk again please befriend tilly and share her post about puppy yeah there's a lot of public posts now as well good because i'd like to find my kitty oh excuse me i'm very tired big face there right long (laughs) long show no no wonder because we are almost one hour uh over our planned time uh luke do you have anything you want to plug uh, just everybody go out and support local wrestling. That's what I say. Uh, go out and you know if you if don't go to WWE if they come to town. Don't spend a hundred dollars for a front row ticket. Go spend fifteen dollars, get a front row ticket at an indie show. You'll have, have just as much agree. fun. Uh, I agree. Fun story from this weekend going doing a wrestling show. Um, I, at the after afterwards, I was breaking down everything. I was breaking down the camera tower. And I took my sunglasses off so they wouldn't get smashed or fall off my head. I turned around when I got done, and they were gone off the table I put them on. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, somebody took those. They were wondering whose they were. So I go into the back locker room, and Gangrel has my sunglasses on. No. (laughs) Yes, and I go, "Uh, those are my sunglasses. And he's about, he's like kind of walking out, and he's got a second pair on. And he he goes, oh, somebody said they they didn't know whose they were. And I was like, yeah, those are mine. So, Gangrel almost accidentally stole my sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> I like him. I really like him. He's a good wrestler. He's a good guy, too. So. Yeah? Yep. Well, uh, you give him his I... glasses back. <laughs> hey, yeah, I have something. No problem, to... really. I have something to plug this week. It's called <laughs> Sharks Bond, a South Park podcast, where uh, we now are in season two. Yay. Oh, right. Yeah, season two of, of South Park. Yeah. yeah. Not of the show, no. Not of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. 
That, that did confuse me for a second then. No, we are on season two of South Park. The worst season of South Park, according to Fro. Oh, and is it? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, it's, it's got to be one in the in the teens somewhere that's worse, but maybe not. I don't know. No, this is actually one of the worst seasons ever. It's oh, okay. it's yeah. I I, I think, think the so. experts but word for it. Uh, <laughs> the expert. I'm not the expert, but uh, we talk about that on the last episode of uh, Shark Spunt, a South Park podcast that you can get on iTunes, and you can get this show on iTunes. Please do. Rate us on iTunes. Do something kind for us. Share with a friend. Do something. Next week, we are going to talk about news of the week. We will talk a lot of wrestling because we're going to talk uh, NXT TakeOver and some slam predictions. And uh, look, what are the Georgia uh, Guidestones? Right. Georgia Guidestones uh, called the uh, American... Um, Stonehenge. It's a really weird thing that was created by some guy, and nobody knows why he made it. And um, we'll Just talk like about Stonehenge. It <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also got uh, ten commandments on it that aren't the ten commandments for the Bible. So we will talk. Mm. And uh, I have uh, tortured uh, Tilly with some Hannah Montana, so I'm really looking forward to hear how <laughs> she loved Hannah Montana. Yeah, apparently are... it smells like teen sellout, whatever yes. that means. Uh, and uh, our uh, another digital review, we'll talk about Pete's Dragon. And we will talk about Branded Episode 8, hopefully with more notes. Hopefully, yeah. So, that's everything from Norway this week, and from the USA and the UK. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.